to another special episode of the Light the Sky podcast, where we typically go album by album, track by track, through some of the greatest discographies. And we're in between right now, we're in between Queen and a new discography that we'll be starting and throwing at you next week, which will be a fun one because they are only five albums strong, but very strong in terms of their sales. So we're kind of bending, breaking our own rules uh, to do that one. But before we get there, we are going to be doing another special episode. It is my turn to do a special episode. And for the topic I have picked for this special episode, based on the success of our disaster of a greatest guitar solos of all time tournament, <laughs> uh, we are going to be doing a uh, Get the Blood Going Volume 1 uh, special episode for me. So I love songs, movies, cars, anything that gets the blood going i like uh it just it's just a personal favorite uh thing of mine just call it um you know ecstasy in entertainment form i like that kind of stuff so that's what i've picked um i would like us to we've all come to the table with uh roughly about 40 songs and don't worry we're not being we're not playing 40 for you and this is not going to be a three hour long episode but we come with a top five. We've all listened to each other's top 10 uh, songs to get the blood going, a little playlist we've put together for each other. We've all listened to each other's songs. Now we're going to reveal for each other everyone's top five, and we're going to do a little love it or flush it on them. This is not supposed to be the greatest playlist of songs to get the blood going uh, of all time, but just really just be, to be like, you know, if, if you want to work out, pump some iron, or I don't know, uh, 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 you know, pound some dogs or whatever at the dog pound. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, you can fire this up. Sweep and, some broom. Yeah, sweep <laughs> some broom, yeah. Um, I don't know, we got we got Garfield references, we got, what is that, Van Halen references. But anyway, yeah, we're going to be, uh, if, if you want just a great playlist of blood-pounding, heart-pounding, just, you know, uh, uh, you know dopamine-throbbing type of music, that's what we're going to serve you up today. And tonight, I am going to start... Um, I put together a list of 10 songs. The group has heard them. I don't know if they know what I'm going to pick as my, uh, you know, uh, top five. But tonight I am starting off with a song that is a, well, it's a favorite of everybody in the group, I think. And while I find it in the playlist here, uh, I really pick it for one reason. Uh, there are three members of this band, and there is one that, more than anything else, it just absolutely gets the blood going. This is Subdivisions by Rush, coming in at number five. Nice.
reason for my picking that song is none other than the great late Neil Peart, mm-hmm. an absolute oh, yeah, maniac yeah. <laughs> on drums. The Chinas. Yes, oh, just at the end, just kicks it to a new level with that Chinas at the end. Oh, I'm so man. I'm it sounds like an animal on the drum kit. Right. I I guess I get it when you when you talk about Neil and honestly Signals has become one of my favorite Rush records like over the years mm-hmm. I even went out and bought a vintage what eighty two Signals tour shirt, tour shirt nice. that I that I like to sport because I feel like it's kind of an underdog record it, it's coming out of uh, was that yeah, that would have been right after, after moving pictures. pictures oh that's yeah. right after moving pictures before yeah. uh, Power Windows yeah yeah yeah. So, I mean, not my favorite Rush record, but definitely, I don't know, I feel like there's like a cult classic where like, yeah, you got Subdivisions, you got New World Man as like the big singles, but there's so many good songs on there, but yeah. I, this is you know, I'm also, on there. Yeah. I'm also like surprised you didn't, I, I get, because it, it, it really revs up at the end there, but even just the intro, like house lights off and you just hear that pulsating synth, mm-hmm. like I could see that also doing it too, because it's like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Good, good selection. Yeah, I mean, it, not not me, the not the fastest song. Like, no. I don't know. I feel oh, like unless maybe, they play it live. Yeah, like maybe or they an, crank that song up live. Analog yeah. Kid might have a little bit more of a tempo, or like Digital Man, like does it for me. Yeah. But that's a, that's a solid choice. Yeah, I think yeah. that the ending, and I I like your pick of the ending for sure because that always blew my mind. Like the drumming is difficult all the way through it. Mark, you and I know we tried to learn this one time, not successfully. I mean, (laughs) I think I got about, yeah, yeah. I think I got about maybe a minute in, which I was like proud of myself then, but I never got got to the end. It got me working on my left hand hi-hat. That helped me out with that. (laughs) Absolutely. And just at the end, like he is just, you know, especially at the time, Rush wasn't really a cool band, but you can't just deny that coolness yeah. at the end of that song. Oh, You're like, just like the yes. video is the video is so good too. Like I love the era of the band, like the yeah. haircuts and it just. Oh, I know, yeah, that was right when makes, they were getting into their kind of yeah, what was it that uh, like that very eighties kind of like the not yeah. the suits but like the, like the, like the open like shirt kind of or like open uh, shirt, shirt. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, like yeah, yeah, we all like we all remember Getty with his, his spoof. yeah there's synth but yeah like. Uh, Neil and Getty didn't get into the rat tail haircut yet. So it's like right on the cusp of, go- <laughs> of going full on 80s. And the video was so like war games to me. Mm-hmm. I know, it's like yeah. so minimal. And then the colors and Alex playing the strat, which right. is kind of uh, an yeah. era of him rocking the super strat. So yeah. Sure. yeah. And, and there's a, a bit of musicality in here that just, you know, gets the blood going for me. Maybe it's a little bit of a nerdy thing. But during the guitar solo, the funny thing is that you know, not to put down Alex, and I know, you know, he's kind of the, you know, he's the number three of the group, I think, if you think about just like in terms of how they're perceived as raw musicianship. Um, but you know, like, I love listening to the drums and the bass during that solo. And I see if I can pull up a. Right here, this, this bass drum. And like that just gets they, the blood going, they, like from my creative, oh my you know, virtuoso yeah. detector, you know, just like overloads there. Just so cool. They had the best mixed records too. Like I think I, I still think they were with Terry Brown on this record. I think yeah. Well, he produced the record. Like they had the best sounding mixed records. Like you could literally hear everything. Like everything was so mm-hmm. separated, and that's why I think people geek out about this band because 
yeah, you could you could hear what the bass is doing. You can hear the guitar, the right. drums. Everything is like so raw. Like Perf- the eighties reverb wasn't there yeah. yet. It's still like yeah. a very raw analog kit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, this is also yeah, yeah. I can agree. Yeah, this is also a song. As far as for me paying more attention to the uh, again because I'm I guess I'm the lyrical guy on the show. Uh, just appreciating and kind of relating to Neil's lyrics because yeah, I was that kid that was kind of yeah, not to be a downer, but it was in that separate kind of social group kind of growing up and yeah this is one of those songs that kind of where i'm like well even back then even back in the early yeah, neil got it yeah he was mm-hmm. yeah he was speaking for yeah somebody for, in rush yeah, knew what he said yeah, what they were talking yeah about, right so. and, that, and that and that was and that was and being able to articulate that in such a big sounding way i think that just kind of elevated yeah, the whole song is just a unique um and again they for, for a band that uh, came from a heavier kind of beginning yeah to incorporate electronica so well, I mean, coming from a guy who loves electronic, and we'll get into that. But uh, uh, yeah, this is this is one of those highlight moments for them, as far as why I love the '80s era so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same here. So that yeah, yeah. starts it off. Hope that was a strong selection for you guys, it, uh, because it we've got <laughs> who's up next is Kevin. What is your number five spot? Uh, my, my number five is going to be Alice Cooper's "Roses on White Lace." Start it from the top. From the top. Here we go. work oh i forgot about oh that. yes there's nothing nice. like when alice pulls from what's going on in music and the threat i think this is what 1987 the thrash is is taking over the world and you hear it right from the start just i've always just this has always just gotten me going um especially when you think this is the closer to an album, there's nothing like getting to the back half of an album. This is the last song. You're like, oh, what's he going to dial up for the last song? It just hits you right across the face. Thank you very Jesus. much. <laughs> what's, and, what's the first song like? <laughs> uh, that, you just go look up the video for that one. Uh, that's also a classic, Freedom, which is uh, yeah, quite a is, classic it, Alice song it, from the era. You know, it's funny, I feel kind of bad not exploring some of the later Alice, uh, outside of like songs like Poison, which I know were a huge song, but this like really yeah. kind of like caught me off guard. I'm like, yeah, this is, it's heavy. It's probably the most metal thing that I've ever heard from him, and it's a, it's a dark story. I mean, you, you listen to the, uh, I know, uh, I mean, my impression was that it's about a, like a groom who's murdered his bride. Was that kind of the, is that the, 
Uh, I, that's that kind of what I got from it too. Got out of it. Yeah, I'm like, part. I'm like, yeah. man, this is a this is a nice ballsy kind of dark, but just going for the like the dark side of Alice. I I thought it was. And there's a and of course I didn't mark it. Well, I know because it's your song, but there's a guitar solo in there that was really cool later on. Uh, yeah. That's, oh yeah, I really know this one. Kane like, Roberts I, pulls I out the stops cool. for this one. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I can't remember what I should have timestamped it. I didn't. Um, uh, I didn't know what the uh, um, as far as the, the, the specific format we were doing, but uh, yeah, what uh, yeah, I don't know, even the production on it is just fat. Yeah, I don't know. It just, you just feel it. <laughs> oh yeah, right from I, I this. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about and it's just the ending fade out too, which I di- I didn't have him play. Yeah. Just because it was kind of like thirty seconds to the end, but it's just yeah. the drummers going nuts with the double bass all the way through the fade out, you know, with the chorus going. And I love the fact that I think Alice pulled this out on the last tour that he was on, and you know he's hmm. pulling out some of the deep cuts that you know the, some of the fans love, but you know you yeah. might not have heard live too much. And I, I can only. You know, just pulling this one out at the start. Just talk about a workout for the guitarists. Yeah. Yeah, Listening to that kind of reminded me of of another song that I'm going to pick later, just the kind of pace and tempo of it. But yeah, this is another record. I know you're a big fan of these like late 80s Cooper records. And honestly, he's one of those like classic rock singers that even though we share a birthday, I never like really dove in to his catalog outside of the hits like you know of course like you said poison feed my frankenstein kind of the trash era i i like but this i never checked out so is this would this be kane roberts and kip on this oh oh yes <laughs> yeah well that works <laughs> for me absolutely so yeah, yeah that's good uh, production nice yeah, clicky was, yeah. bass drum good good guitar i wasn't the biggest fan of the vocals at the start there but that's okay it's it's really the music that's supposed to get the blood going right. there so that works for me yeah, yeah I, like I mean, the it's, there's yeah. there's some of the weirdness going on with the the Alice stuff of of this era sure. too. It wor- yeah, but it works. I mean, it works with the song. I mean, it's a creepy kind of like probably one of the like kind of more literal kind of dark songs that he's done. Yeah, that was not a lot of camp. <laughs> yeah, if if you want to yeah, yeah. hear some hilariously '80s songs that also like you wouldn't have heard before, just check out the album in general. Okay. Yeah, that, this is the one too, right, right before. Uh, it yeah, is the closer, the, yeah. Yeah, what's the big? What, what was the the one after this? The one with poison on it. What was that, that was one? That called? was trash. Yeah, trash. Trash. Okay, yeah. 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 So, yeah. This is the closer of an album. So, like I said, nothing like getting to the ending song of I think <laughs> a ten a ten song album or something. And just, just yeah. Oh man, we're this is the way we're closing out. All right, I can get on board for this. So, sure. <laughs> All right, Chris, what is your five seed? Number five. Um, all right. Um, as far as yeah, as far as how I chose the songs, I I kind of went with uh, yeah songs that were very kind of like gateway, kind of foundational, kind of bl- getting the blood going songs that still after all these years still kind of do it for me. Uh, and my number five is pretty much the song, my gateway song into electronic music. Uh, it, I remember I heard this. Uh, I was probably probably in sixth grade. And I just, I don't know, it was just, I guess I was still impressionable enough at that point to absorb that kind of music, and this just really hit me. Uh, funny enough, it came out 10 years earlier, but uh, I didn't, it doesn't matter, still discovered it and still glad I did. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Rhythm is a Dancer by Snap, and yeah, Mark, just started from the beginning. Yeah. 
the blood going. Okay. Yeah. You know what's coming. It's getting so oh, oh, yes. You, you know. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. No, I know. <laughs> this yeah, makes, yeah, this yeah. makes you think of like basic instinct in the club scene with uh, uh, Sharon Stone's girlfriend and Michael Douglas dancing. Like, man, <laughs> just that '90s club and vibe. Man, so that nice. '90s club music just gets the blood. Yeah, and, and, and it's and it's such a and it was such a brief moment in that scene too. I mean, it was only like '90 to '92, and then that kind of style kind of burned itself out. But uh, but yeah, there were a few gems, and that was probably my favorite. That were that was the song that kind of started my. Just kind of my descent into electronic music after being a rock guy for so long, or just a rock guy for so long. And yeah, just a fat sounding, yeah, just yeah, with the synths. I mean, it's a perfect kind of headphones and even a surround sound. You just feel that when it kicks into that low end bass, it dunk, dunk, dunk. I mean, that's all. It just mm-hmm. makes you want to just. Oh, yeah. it just throbs in. It, it, it does. Just, yeah, it just it sneaks in like, here I am. Like boom, boom, boom. I like how oh, you're yeah. wait, you're waiting for the kick drum, and it's it's not like now everything's kind of like been about the huge kick drum but it's just here it is and then boom you're just grooving with the kick it's just great <laughs> yeah, and i love how cheesy that music video is with that with that guy oh, with the, the like that great. light up guitar, <laughs> guitar. Yeah, it's just like a cheap like flying v <laughs> the 80s aren't dead yet so you have to it's, have a guitar it's somewhere amazing it's, it's, well, there's the guitar no guitar anywhere in this anywhere song i was just gonna say <laughs> guitar's the focal point of the video there for a couple seconds but i don't hear it it doesn't matter throw it in it's yeah, like love, the I old the 80s nice. ballads when they're behind the the big grand piano but it's clearly a keyboard you know it's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's definitely not the case but that's all right yeah. i love this comment on youtube uh, this is pure roller skate rink music oh why yeah. <laughs> is it ever yeah. <laughs> i could just see the old arlington heights <laughs> roller rink in that dump oh, that back orbit? there behind arlington park yeah orbit yeah. <laughs> this is like kind of like the smoky era that i don't know why it's smoky because nobody's smoking <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> bum, 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 I love that. Bum, yeah. Kids falling down. <laughs> yeah, this is such a transitional. I think this came out in. They're trying to look think, the, yeah. the yeah. least awkward on skates. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, regardless of all the goofiness as far as what you can do to this song, uh, to this song, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's one of those classic of the uh, kind of the techno genre. Uh, no, still, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, the, and, the, the, it, 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 and it builds, which I like. Yeah. It just yeah. Uh, a song yeah, can definitely, yeah. yeah. A song can definitely be goofy and get the blood going. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah nothing <laughs> wrong with that. This is not really a statement of quality or really anything right, other yeah. than just does it get the heart racing? You right. know. Yeah. But yeah. All this, right, uh, Alex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, do you have? Have you had enough time to, to yeah. do your homework quickly? <laughs> yeah. 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 Other people. Well, yeah. So I'm probably gonna pick these 
live. Uh, like I stated before the show, I came to tonight's show with 15, and I'm going to whittle it down <laughs> to my five. I kept adding stuff, you know, throughout the throughout the weeks in prep. <laughs> So uh, mo- the majority of my picks from a couple weeks ago have stayed. If anything, I've just added a few. So I'll, I'll pick my five live, you know, as you guys pick yours. But I think I know what I'm starting with. Um, sticking on the kind of synth pop dance club tip, I'm going to actually pick something maybe kind of uh, unexpected um, from maybe listeners of the show and kind of what people may think I'm into. I'm going to pick something fairly new. Uh, from 2020 or 20, yeah, 2020, oh, I yeah. guess. Oh, I know what this is. I think. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with a band that, again, you, you, you probably, well, you know, I'm, I'm a big 80s head, a big 80s new wave, power pop, synth pop guy. So I think this band is carrying the torch wonderfully. Uh, one of the biggest bands in the world, maybe to some, a teeny bopper girly band, but hey, Duran Duran is one of my favorite bands ever, and they were that <laughs> of that era. Um, I personally think this band is Duran Duran and In Excess put in a blender and reincarnated in uh, in modern day. This is the 1975. Uh, I'm picking a song off their most recent record, but I put in a live version. Uh, the reason why is because they played this song... Uh, this was kind of right before lockdown. So this was February before the world shut down. The album wasn't out yet, so they played the song live before anybody heard a studio version of it. And I came across it one afternoon, and I heard this version, and I got chills. And I'm like, just the, when the backup dancers come in, the the intro clean guitar with the spotlight on them. Of course, you see the Kenny G sax guy in the background, and you know <laughs> sax is coming at some point in this song. You don't know when he's gonna mime it until his you solo. know. So you know it's coming. The dancing, the lights, the fog. So yeah, this is a this is a fan shot video. So. I mean, I would urge everybody to go listen to the studio version. I couldn't wait for the studio version to come out because I'm like, oh, man, this is going to sound amazing. But mm-hmm. this live version is what did it for me. So uh, this is a pro sh- or a fan shot version front row from them playing this song early in Leeds in 2020, February. Uh, start, it, yeah, if you could start it right around 12 seconds. Uh, and I don't know, play it for a little bit. But this is if you're too shy, let me know. What's coming? They've never heard this song before. Huge. Maddie just chilling right now, drinking water casually. He knows what's coming. Nobody else does. The way the bass just comes in, it just shakes the whole venue right here. I love the dancers just like slowly coming in out of the back. Just like barely dancing, even though 
everybody else would normally be going off right now. They're just like, oh, we'll just take it easy right now. We're not going to let let people know how much we love the song. vocals coming in just airy Def Leppard style <laughs> when you added this to your playlist of the studio version of the song this is the one song out of everybody's list I think that I walked away with glad that I discovered this is a great oh, yeah. song I love it oh. like, the, like thanks for introducing me to this song like I, I don't know if I could comment too much on if it gets my blood going but like I definitely sure. think it's, it's a great song, song yeah. and I, 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 I you know I, I love it and I'm, I'm glad I you know I listened to it like thirty times in a row once. Like, yeah, a lot of it. it's like no. that kind of song you could just keep. It's just that Phil Collins ish, just so like Phil Collins. magic, you know. Yeah, yeah this also, is like the this is the one band that like in modern day does it right for me, and I think you know they they please the old heads, they mm-hmm. you know good looking guys, so they please the girls, the young girls, the teenagers and stuff, and. Like, if you know, like, they're cool. Like, yes, any of these bands, like, so many of these bands are just cookie cutter and can get cheesy, and it's like, eh, but I think these guys do it right. And, like, everything they put out, like, you're excited for. And, I mean, this isn't my favorite 1975 record. There's a lot. It's a really weird structure for this actual record, the notes on a conditional form. It's very, like, mixtape vibe. They just kind of threw, like, 20 songs on a record and didn't really structure it in a specific flow, but I'm like... That's fine. Like they're the biggest band ever. They could they could do this. This song just the intro gets me ever, oh, ever yeah. since because you sent me this Clean video guitar. before it would like it came out. And just that that sound, that synth sound and then as soon as the clean guitar comes in you're like yeah. something is coming here. Something's something coming. yeah, something and uh Please, everybody, do listen to the studio version as yeah. well because the production is insanely tight. The drums yeah. are perfect. The bass is just in lockstep. Yeah. It is just so uh, yeah. good. It's, it's I only a tight wanted to band, play. Yeah. I only wanted to play that mm-hmm. version because that, like, you know, made my hair stand up and gave me goosebumps when I first heard it. Right. So I'm like, okay, I want to kind of explain that, but. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to get like the full effect, listen to the studio version. Blast it in the car. Just listen to how deep like the sub bass is. It's just the production is super. T- I mean, that's the optimal version, but I, I love right. that live version because it was like before anybody knew what it was, and it's like, wow, yeah. they have this coming. I mean, this <laughs> right. song gets my blood going to want to go into the studio and write stuff like this. Absolutely, that's yeah. what it does for me. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I uh, initially, uh, with uh, with the lead singer's vocals, I initially had to listen to it a f- couple of times because I didn't. I don't know. Initially, it didn't really tip me like I had hoped. I mean, it's, I mean, I love the music, of course, but it did grow on me. It's it is. He's definitely is embodying that kind of mid '80s kind of like Tears for Fears kind of yep. yep. Uh, 
uh, and uh, yeah, very unique band. I, uh, uh, it's funny that they're one of the, I mean, they've become, I think, especially internationally, I think they're kind of almost an arena act. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I, <laughs> I'm kind of laughing, though, as far as, especially in that clip. I mean, uh, you, as far as not having the rock star look, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's oh, such a... Oh, well, that's the, that's the <laughs> thing. That's the shoegaze look. Well, I love yeah, he's like I how mean, big the, his the, pants are. I've never seen like it looks like the pants are like are like two or three yeah. sizes too big. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's, so if you if you check out their second record, which is the um, that, that super long title, I like it when you're sleeping or whatever. I, I don't remember so what it is. Because you're so beautiful, but because you're like like yeah, like if you watch if you watch the music videos in the in like yeah. that especially that famous O2 live concert, that's when they really yeah. went like full on 80s, and I think. You know, Maddie was still doing heroin and stuff and was just really oh, yeah, yeah. embracing the lifestyle. Here he cleaned up and they're definitely trying to get a little bit more nineties shoegaze and they changed yeah. like they have they have a different style for each album. Like there's yeah, a different sure. era surrounding the the, mm-hmm. the it, album it's rollout. Funny. So. Yeah, it's funny because in that video they don't have a very they're not very photogenic, but it's it's kind of funny. I was watching a documentary uh, a couple of days ago about the history of rock photography. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was actually a, uh, a segment where they spent a good amount of time talking about that about this band uh, yep. and they, all these really cool. I'm like, wow, okay, that's more like it. Okay, they've got that kind of rock star charisma. But I'm just watching it here. I thought that was like, okay, it seems like What's they've gone the through a lot of weird uh, icons uh, through the lens. I think it, it was a PBS hmm. doc. I might have I might have texted you guys the link um, a few weeks ago uh, when I first came across hmm. it. Yeah, look back in the group text. Uh, I think your dad was in it too. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, it goes from like uh, like the fifties all the way up to like Instagram type photography now. Yeah, very interesting. Cool. Yeah. And I all will right. say that that live O2 show uh, for one of the best live shows I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Th- so uh, that, check that out. <laughs> that's essential live live concert viewing for anybody yeah. out there. Okay. So we are well, back to Mark, right? Strong group of five seeds for sure, I think. Uh, all of really different styles, too, I think. And that's what you're going to get with this special show is that you uh, really just crosses genres. I hopefully can expand beyond our usual British 70s, 80s stuff and uh, <laughs> get into something <laughs> more unique. And we're definitely going that route with my number four seed. This is a piece of music that got me into doing what I do. Call it a career starter, perhaps. Uh, this will be competing uh, uh, with a song that maybe Kevin might select later. So hopefully this will be putting my best <laughs> foot forward on this regard. But this is the uh, the former, I guess the current, I don't know. There's so many iterations of the band. But the Yes guitarist, Trevor Rabin, teaming up with Harry Gregson Williams to score the Jerry Bruckheimer thriller from 1988, Enemy of the State. This is Coal Yard Part 2, and it gets the blood going for me. <laughs> oh, does it ever. God, I always thought this was a 2000s movie.
Russian. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's to stop it there because there are more <laughs> go themes all in that little section than most composers can come up with in their entire life. There's just more just incredible Hollywood themes there. Call it just simple like it's a long way from the Bernard Hermans of film scoring, but boy, does it get the blood going to make me feel like running from the NSA. I thought you said 1988 at first, and I'm like, ah, this, there's no way this movie came in out in 88. It's 98, 98 right? 98, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. This uh, this is definitely a surround sound kind of like this is that what songs like that were designed for. Yeah, just to totally blast you with yeah, just utter sonics. Uh, and of course, I mean it works better. I mean watching the movie. I mean that really, that adds to the. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was funny. This is not another one I had to listen to because again, it's hard to again with just with soundtracks in general. It's so hard to take it out of the. Uh, uh, but yeah, when it gets into that drum part, it kind of t- reminded me of like Terminator a little bit. It's got that kind of like, yeah, just that driving kind of blast and moving forward, running from the enemy or whatever. Yeah. yeah it makes uh, me want to go do something yeah. so that the NSA will chase me so chase I can put on this so, music and just be like, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, need, I, just... <laughs> I need to get this point out right now. And it relates to our previous discography too, because Mark, you and I used to geek out over this soundtrack way back when. Okay, this is the first soundtrack I ever, like, really got into. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. It was before I saw the movie because Mark wow. came to me. He's like, I saw this movie with mom and dad, and it was the coolest movie, and it had the best score. And I was getting yeah. into this before I even knew what the coal yard scene was, and I thought it was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. So, no, you don't need to see Flash Gordon to know this is a, a, a soundtrack is good because I knew this was good before I saw the movie, and then I saw the movie, and it was even better. Yes, it lives <laughs> but, up to the music. Yes, because, yeah, and now, like, that, that I've seen the movie, you just know the scenes you like that pump action part yeah. you know when the tree you know when the helicopter and everything yeah. yes it's like come on it's just I'm, I'm just saying a great score will just okay that's amazing no i don't even have to know so oh, i just gotta oh man it's taking me yeah. back <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's and it, like i said it really got me into doing what i do it just uh it, I mean, obviously, I was a big Yes fan, so getting into this, the Trevor Raven connection, but it really isn't relevant. It just happened to be kind of a personal thing for me. But uh, yeah, what a score. It's hard to pick a song from that movie that really, you know, the whole movie gets the blood going. The whole score gets the blood going. It's just, in my opinion, the 90s had just some incredible movies, and this is definitely up there with them. So great yeah. entertainment I gotta for see, sure. But, uh, I got to see yeah, go this ahead. whole, I, I, I've never seen the whole movie, and I know you guys have talked what? a lot about <laughs> it. No, I know. I, I, I've had it on a few times, but I've never like sat through the whole thing. And I'm like, I don't know why. Well, and I because I know down on a set, like, sit down with Shane I might, and just watch it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, watch it's, it. a, it's a great movie. Cause, well, cause My it, wife it, hates those kinds of movies, and she likes this movie. No, like, I'm she sh- watch, it's so good. It's very underrated too. Yeah. From what I've from what I've seen, it was actually on not that long ago, and I'm like, I was gonna watch it. 
I think maybe I was with Shay and then we decided to put something else on just at the moment. But I'm like, yeah, I remember Mark and Kevin really liking this movie. And I know you guys are big Michael Mann Heat fans and you guys turn me mm-hmm. on to that movie, of course. And I'm like, yeah, this definitely has a similar vibe. So uh, Tony Scott did it, right? I'll get to it. Tony yeah. Scott, Top Gun. It's Tony Scott. It's Tony Scott film. Yeah. So. All right, Kevin, what's <laughs> is it uh, David Arnold and uh, a little bit of 007 music? What's uh, your four um, seed? I'm, uh, I'm going to switch directions a little bit. Uh, I think everybody will know this song, um, but what gets the blood going, uh, Alex will appreciate this, made a video uh, quite a few years back at one point of uh, Alex is pumping iron and the song oh, is going, and oh, is yes... This- this has always been a favorite of mine when working out. I don't care. It gets the blood going. Phil Collins, Susudio. Oh, no. <laughs> Start it from the beginning. thing the fact that it's so tight oh yeah and yeah. You, you just start off with that bass what a bass line <laughs> oh, and we all know who's on the bass too <laughs> it's just and then the horns come in everything is great the little guitar fills that are going on there how can you not just like envision some 80s workout club in 1985 and people just pumping iron to this the sweat bands going on neon lights going come on i just see a scene with like somebody like a sunny crockett character just like walking (laughs) through a workout facility like just looking at people working out i don't know i don't see people working out i see somebody watching somebody else working out to this song right yeah yeah i'd like to know if the uh, as far as far as when he was constructing the song if he had that in mind just that beat i mean that's yeah that is it's workout to just kind of like one and two and three i mean it just just makes you there we go yeah there it is Yeah, well, I mean, of you course. Can't deny yeah. that that gets the blow going. <laughs> it, it, I don't like this song really, but like that. It makes you of, want of, to move. The, the stupido. Yeah. Well, and also, and not that I was, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you did come across this song this way, I was not this person, but um, it's a very famous movie scene in American Psycho. 
Uh, if you guys have ever seen yeah. that movie with Christian Bale, it's a very interesting yeah. scene for this song to be playing in the background. But it's uh, that's kind of the point of the scene, though. It's kind of the point of the uh. scene. Is like you know, coke involved and whatever. It's you think it would be more of a club song, but it's for a different activity. But an iconic scene, if that's how you discovered the song. But yeah, I, I mean, just, my, I, my I know favorite, it's goofy. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. I mean, my my favorite part of the song is at the very end or towards the very end where it breaks down and the bass sucks out and it's just the horns. Yes. Like I love I when know it that does it. I, can get that. I don't remember what time it's at, but it just thin it just thins out. Yeah, they were almost panning on each side. It's panning so it good. thins out for a second. Yeah, the best. And honestly, so is- like I, I, I like songs that make you want to dance. And I had a couple other songs on my list that I was considering. And it's not that they're bad songs at all. And I actually, you you might say they're better songs than Susudio. You know, I might like oh, them sure. better. But I was like, well, I like these songs because I like Susudio first. So I put yeah. Susudio on the list. Right, Agreed. just for the, yeah. the it's 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 a song for just the pure joy of just of uh, just enjoying. <laughs> enjoying I think life. that's what like some pure joy. Yeah, <laughs> well, that yeah. and this song <laughs> had to vapid, be the, but that's all right. This song had to be the first song on that record, and it's one of those. I mean, this is one of my favorite albums ever. Yeah, no Jack Required, yeah. definitely my favorite Phil record, and yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just a case of hearing this song so much. I mean, this is like a go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, karaoke song for well, me yeah. so it's like i, I just i've heard it me, I mean, I was i've heard it so much word. that it, 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 it's one that i kind of skip over if i'm going to this record at this point but it it's not a matter of it being a bad song i just have heard it so much but like there's right. a reason and like this is what you would show somebody and it deserves to kick off an amazing record so yeah. and people people who are, are unhappy with phil's change of direction here just need to go out and have some fun that's, that's yeah. what it, it's yeah. a carefree record. Yeah. That's what it is. Like <laughs> the problem is not Phil. The problem is you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just make that clear. Let's make that clear right now. <laughs> Chris, feel, what, yeah. what do you got? All right. Uh, gonna kind of stay in the uh, kind of the uh, techno genre. Um, okay. And again, the, I remember when this album came out. Actually, I was what, probably about ten or eleven years old, and I just remember the whole record. It, yeah, Darude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this whole record is a monster. Probably, uh, maybe, maybe just uh, behind an earlier record of hers, uh, as far as her best. Uh, but for Madonna, uh, the Ray of Light record, which I remember, um, yeah, that was just a record. As far as my love of like, yeah, just yeah, just pop music in general. This was one of those foundational records for me. And uh, the song that probably the strongest off the record, because I know the, the title song is probably the big one everybody remembers, but um, I think this song deserves more attention and credit. Uh, and it's the opener of the record, uh, uh, Drowned World, a Substitute for Starting Love. Uh, yes, I got it right here. Hold on. Um, yeah, if you could start at 238. I never
my substitute for if that's okay yeah you know i'll, I'll be honest i will just yeah. let i'll just say one thing and just let this open um you know yeah. i listen to this and i'm not i'm not understanding like i, I kind of hear from you like what gets the blood going on this song because i i hear it and it's like it's almost the opposite of that for me I mean, yeah I listen that's to what this i thought song in in a yeah, like i, I listen to it in one of my quietest cars <laughs> and i was driving at night <laughs> I'll be it, honest. Like, it was just like it was like chill music i'll I mean, be honest i thought i thought maybe you picked the wrong song <laughs> no, no, this is, this is a, uh, and it was more of that song because it, kind of, it it gradually builds. I mean, again, it's not a, it, I mean, it's not a, it's not like a lot of the other songs we just talked about, but it's just got that very uh, kind of subtle build that I thought it just kind of fills you up. Uh, and whenever I listen to it, it always kind of has the, like the, here's the stamp on my arms. Again, that's just my personal opinion. Again, again. Oh yeah. Yeah. It you takes guys don't four have to agree. to get to it. That's the thing is that. Yeah. But it's still good. Like, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I I mean, we've talked about this before. I mean, there are, we, we've had disagreements on, oh, on yes. various songs as far as the impact. And but uh, I mean, I could have picked Ray of Light, but I, that, but that's a little too predictable. I mean, do I need I to do something one. different? Like, do I need to listen to it in a different context? No, that, or like, no, that was just a personal thing for me. I yeah, I just felt uh, yeah, it just it has this very cool kind of uh, yeah, yeah, just a kind of a mature muscular build. Again, it's not, it doesn't have, it's not heavy on bass. It's not, it just has, it's just the context. It's the overall composition. Uh, it just has this very cool, uh, yeah, just kind of gradual build. I don't know. It just I, for me personally, that's how it hit me. I yeah. will say this much about it though. I was yeah. very surprised. And it, if anything, it made me want to do a Madonna discography more because I was not yeah, expecting. Not I, I was yeah, not it, expecting what I heard here. And I was like, there's some great oh, that's stuff. That's a real I'll... interesting song, you know? Yeah, so, yeah it's not yeah. a matter of it, like, being a bad song. Like, I heard that, I'm like, huh, okay. Because I'll be honest, like, for one of the biggest 80s artists, and that being maybe my favorite decade of music, and maybe this is blasphemous, but I really don't know a lot of her stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for her being, like, uh, an yeah, icon it, of that era. I really, girl era. I really, <laughs> right, yeah, like, I know some of the bigger hits, some but, like, there's a age, lot, yeah. there's a lot I don't know, but... That definitely had that '90s. It almost gave me some Cher it does, yeah, vibes, but, yeah, and it's like that, gu- that guitar. Yeah, yeah. I didn't quite get the blood going thing, but it's it's not that I'm like you know pushing the song off to the side. It's I, I no, would yeah, you just, I would check yeah, you out just, her stuff for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. You just you got a different, and that's fine. I mean, like I said, this is just yeah something that yeah for a long time this has always been a song that kind of always got my the hair up on my. Uh, uh on my arms and it's actually the record that made me go back and revisit her earlier music yeah so this was kind of like the gateway album for but it's still an album that i like coming back to yeah it's still you even know, 20 plus years later i still i, I yeah. will say as somebody uh speaking of you who has both madonna uh, uh ray of light or you know the album on this album 
and bleed by Mashuga on the same playlist. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I appreciate like that kind of diversity of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I said that. I said when we started this podcast. Yeah, I have an eclectic. Yeah, there's no nothing is off limits. <laughs> to me. Not really just, two yeah. songs you generally see together. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah I actually I don't think I've ever seen a playlist with those two next to each other. Yeah. But that's yeah. all good. <laughs> all right, Alex, you're number four. <sighs> yeah, see now I'm having a hard time picking because, like I said. I, now at this point I have 14 songs to choose from. <laughs> you just do it. Come on. Yeah, and it's like if it's the, wasn't the freaking rating, this would be easier. But I got to pick my fourth fourth least favorite. So your fourth most favorite. Or fourth most favorite, yeah. I guess. All right, let me uh, let me just throw this one in there. Just I know I'm gonna put it at the bottom because I know you guys aren't gonna like it, but I'm gonna put it in there anyway just to get it out of the way. But uh, I, ha- I have to put I have to put a little hardcore in there. So let me put in. Usually, normally I would pick uh, an '80s band, but for this, I'm actually gonna pick a band from the early 2000s. A uh, Boston hardcore band called Have Heart, kind of one of the last, I shouldn't say last, but like one of the last big kind of groundbreaking hardcore bands. Um, so let me put this in the chat. It's a really short song, so you can kind of play the whole song. Um, <laughs> it's hardcore. It's, it, it's, only, it's only a minute. You're not going to like the vocals. <laughs> I totally get it. But this song, about what we like. Yeah, this, really, but yeah. really for me, I mean, this was like a really big band kind of maybe for my generation and in the generation before, because usually like, you know, hardcore started, I guess you could say with Minor Threat in the early 80s and Black Flag and then eventually moved into the New York stuff in like the late 80s. And then through the 90s, it got a little bit more heavy and metal with like the crossover and stuff like that. So this band was kind of uh, in a way doing their own spin on the late 80s kind of youth crew, like Youth of Today, Gorilla Biscuit stuff. I'm sure this is going way over your guys' head, but I got to give it a, a little bit of an explanation. So, yeah, this is one of the more, like, important bands from kind of the the early to mid-2000s. They had a huge reunion a few years ago in California that I went to, and it was, like, I think they technically played the biggest hardcore show ever to, like, 10,000 people in which you know coming from a small underground genre that's like a big deal they did that in boston but uh this is uh the first song off of their first full length they have two full length records i feel like the fans are kind of divided on which one they like more uh i personally like this one more it's a little bit more angsty a little bit more raw where the second one has a little bit more uh intelligent instrumentation it's not just so fast and energetic there's some cool chords and time signatures and stuff but this song just gets me so amped and the blood is flowing and i just want to mosh and stage dive i know that's maybe cheesy to say but uh, this one does it. The song's called Life is Hard Enough. It's off their first record, The Things We Carry, uh, and the part where it breaks down kind of towards the the uh, maybe three-quarters of the way through, uh, and it gets into this like kind of two-step mosh part. It, it's super heavy and just gets me torqued. Uh, so go ahead and play the whole song, uh, Life is uh, Hard Al- Enough, Al- by Have Heart. Alex, I, I think you might have actually just talked longer then the song then probably the song is. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I absolutely I did. Go, go, <laughs> I, I'll put it in the chat in case it didn't come up, but uh, 
Yeah, go ahead and play. I love when the uh, the guest vocal comes in at the very end. It just gets the blood going for me. So, yeah, life oh, is hard play, enough. A playlist, hang on. Play the whole song, I guess. I know. Yeah, no, it, the song's only like 58 seconds. So it's the first song on the record. <laughs> yeah, that was the playlist. This is the video here. But the, the part... Scroll, please, it, and it, go. Excuse, excuse the... Uh, yeah. Right here when it breaks down, this part. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna stop right here because this makes me want to listen to more. <laughs> like, I want to check this band out. Seriously, one of the best parts of it. I like and how then, they're not afraid to, uh, and then to into the, it, up the production. Well, yeah, and that's mm-hmm, what was yeah. so good about them. I mean, that yeah. snare sounds incredible. Yeah. I wish they connect, they combine the first two songs on this record because right when he stops singing there, it goes into like the heavy, like this really good metal Chromags riff on the second song. So I would check anybody really to listen to this record. I mean, everything they've put out. The fact that they've really only put out like a demo, an EP, and two uh full lengths they really didn't have a lot of room to go wrong like they they never overstayed their welcome they were only around for maybe like five years and everything they did was incredible and if you want something a little bit more like intelligent and maybe i don't know less like power chordy fast like their their record songs to scream at the sung there's definitely like more kind of weird chord fingerings and time signatures and stuff so if you're if you're into that i would check that out but this is the one that uh does it for me so there you go yeah, I'm surprised because uh, when you say hardcore, I think, oh, it's going to sound like it's in a recorded a tape recorder in the corner of the band horse's face. <laughs> a lot of my favorite <laughs> like stuff that, is no, that. No, that sounded good. Yeah, oh, it yeah, did sound good, great. I have to say. No, I, I will actually second Mark on that. I wouldn't mind listening to more of the album. Oh, and, and, and watch some, yeah, and Pat, the singer, I mean, I, I feel like he, for maybe whoever would know or who's listening, if you're into like Minor Threat, like Ian Mackay was their singer, and he was kind of a formidable figure in hardcore and punk in like the late or early 80s. Um, And he's like very well respected, and he's like a guy that never really tarnished his legacy, and a lot of people look up to him. I feel like Pat is almost kind of like our generation of that. Like a lot of people look up to him. He's a professor in Boston at a teach. uh, He's a teacher, or like I said, professor at a university in Boston. So yeah, uh, perfect band. Honestly, never did, never really went wrong with this band. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to throw something in now uh, for my number three seed that may uh, irritate some people. I don't know. Um, I, I did pick two, uh, if you listen to my playlist, I did pick two uh, rap songs, and this is not a genre that we typically uh, would go into, but, uh, uh, you know, we'll find out which one I picked. Uh, but, um, I mean, it's definitely something that I don't expect to get. Uh, uh, award points for picking this or that people will even like it but i can't deny that this gets the blood going this is not scar lord this is tech nine straight out the gate together we are a powerful force as one mind body and soul 
Let no evil enter, nor attempt to reduce us Jesus, to the beliefs we hold. And with this love, combined with our strength, we ward off pain and stress. Technician I am, wholeheartedly, in life and in death. Okay, I get it, I'm an F-O and freak of nature, but the pen is gonna heat the paper. Was a problem in the incubator, mama dad was the creature maker. I never need the shaker, the beat from tape word, the teacher later. Now you're the piece to wake nerd. Seeping through my delivery, bitter we givers, and they keep my figures. Don't try to nigger me. The grave digger is hither, he is no kidder. See, consider the dark energy, center me, inner me. Black diamonds all around, calling all the down definite. Who saw the clown and now stepping with that tall amount of big tech and shit? Oh, three times my people, they know when that defines. When the people are loving in that T9, he ram and make a make a beeline. They bout to hate, made out the grades. They bout to break if they don't pay off the cage. Stay out my face, you don't want me to lay out the fake Flip the sick and pray that relate That I'm incredible straight out the game We are the darkness Okay, I hate to cut Serge off, but uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I expect that people were running away from this podcast no. at full speed <laughs> I don't know well, I like the song You know what, I like I like all kinds of music You know, like take Chris's Madonna to Meshuggah I'll listen to, 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 to Crunk or to Drill or whatever So yeah, I'll listen to a little Tech 9 too I thought at least the, his talent could seep through And I get... Will, uh, People you know what I, you know what I was hoping to hear there, and this also for any like rap fans, this might be very, uh, like millennial white boy saying this, and I'm sorry, but honestly, I was loving that buildup, and then right when it got into that first verse, this is gonna sound bad, but uh, a drummer, very big in my generation, you know, early 2000s, that does a lot of drum contributions. I was almost hearing like a Travis Barker yeah, beat going I over. I was almost like kind of wanting it. And usually like I'm not into that. Like I get like like acoustic drums are not really a big thing in kind of rap music. It's more like the 808 and the pulsating beat. But I can almost kind of hear that hi-hat like. Because he does those covers. Yeah, like I almost wanted that. And usually I wouldn't say that. Like I listen to Travis for his punk stuff, not really for his rap stuff. But here I'm like, oh, I could actually hear that working. So no, this was good. It was interesting. I uh, I thought that was kind of yeah. As far as Tech Nine, it, he's very articulate when it comes to rapping. There's none of that normal mm-hmm. kind of rap. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, mumble rap. That's for sure. No, it's not. There's yeah, no marbles in hit. the mouth. No, it's, like you see, you can see. Yeah, it just it's very fluent. It's very uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's not Tech Nine like Tech Nine is a gun. If you didn't know anybody who's not into right. guns, so it's like. Um, <laughs> You know, it's the point of the name. Yeah, I guess. My only issue, uh, as far as uh, Serge's contributions, I don't know if it melds as well into the rest of the song. I thought that was kind of an odd, uh, uh, maybe that's just my personal, again, my personal opinion, but that was the one part where I didn't feel that it it mixed as well with uh, with Tech Nine's kind of, um maybe it's his accent i don't know nothing against him i just felt it just it didn't it it just sounded kind of off for me uh in the context of the song Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know what you guys uh well there's something about this song i stopped it there kind of not that i don't like contributions are kind of the new metal part to follow obviously it's you know system of a down right uh it's going to be injected into this because he's there but i mean it's really that when the beat comes in like i just think of like a, a, a stadium you know, right. and it's like they're ready to drop the puck at the United Center, mm-hmm. and you just you hear yeah. that when that com- beat comes in, I'd be like, "What song is that?" Like, the streets are safer. It's a problem in the ink. Pain and stress, 
like they're getting ready to drop the puck. You know, the centers are coming up to the dot. You know, you know what song this reminds me of now? I mean, you just be like that arena is just pumping right there. <laughs> speaking speaking yeah. of a hockey arena rap song, I'm surprised I didn't think to do this. But remember that band Fort Minor? That song, no, Remember the Name? Mm -hmm. You would know the song. Um, if we heard it. Yeah, you okay. definitely would know it. It's like it, it's like the name of the band is not really popular, but you'll know the song. It was like a one-hit wonder. It kind of gives me that vibe. I know Mark just left, so he can't really hear me back him up, but I figured he stopped the song before the surge part because he knew like that part doesn't really fit. So just judging <laughs> off of what he played, I get it. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't like... If I heard the whole song, yeah, I would probably like turn it off once I heard the search part because it's like, eh, well, it's kind of a weird collab. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. I guess I wasn't really judging it on that. Like I was just judging it on the beginning part. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. All right, okay. Kevin, yeah, your number three selection. What's your three seed here? Well, um, for all the viewers who were running away because of Mark's last selection, uh, you you might keep running. Because my next selection is not going to get off the rap train. It's going to be Intro 3 by NF, started at 157. for a second i thought we were digging my grave we did what you don't like being afraid it's a dose of your own medicine okay yeah i i'll support nf just in general i know it's kind of a cliche for white guys like us to like <laughs> white rappers like nf uh who don't rap about anything but uh, like really just like his own demons and stuff but uh uh, he's definitely an interesting uh, uh, artist, and I, uh, you know, I like a lot of his music videos. He's very cinematic in his approach, so it's almost like cinema rap. Love when he brings guys in like Hospin or other rappers that are kind of known for their uh, creativity and seeing what they come up with together. So I, w I don't know that I'd pick this NF song because it just doesn't really have a beat. Um, but yeah, I, I strongly support the uh, inclusion of NF because that guy is one intense dude. Yeah, and th I think the hard part for me, because I, I wanted to pick one of his songs, and it's coming down to which one to pick. And for this one, the reason I think I picked it in particular was uh, it's rare that I've heard a song that goes from like a 1 intensity to a 10 intensity on a scale. And this is one of them. And if you start off the beginning of the song, it's very soft, you know, it's very like starts off kind of chill and then just it starts ramping up and it gets to a two and a three and a four and a five six and suddenly you're at a ten you're like how did we get here and you can just like you're like oh man i can't believe this and then it eventually like goes down comes back up but it's just so rare where i've heard a song in what four minutes 
that can do that and do it well. And um, it gets my blood going every time I hear it. So that's why I include it on this one. Sure. All right. Uh, Chris, you're number three. All right. Uh, you're going to switch it up a little bit. Uh, not Mushuga, <laughs> unfortunately, but uh, kind of no, going to be going back. Chief Queef. Yeah, let's just keep, yeah, keep, the, keep the rap train going. But uh, uh, yeah, we're going to be going uh, yeah, to a song that uh, off of one of my favorite heavy records and one of the first songs I learned on guitar um, off of uh, yeah, Judas Priest's uh, Defenders of the Faith. Uh, yeah, this song. Uh, just yeah, kicks butt. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Rob singing about uh, uh, a sexy song about vampires. Uh, yeah, we've got love bites, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Mark, if you could, oh, hold on, close that again. Uh, yeah, if you could start at 10%. This is yeah, one absolutely. song that I would like to see them play live with Scott Travis on drums, their current drummer, which is what, one of my favorite metal drummers. I feel like he yeah. had a good driving beat for this one and really beef up that kind of thin 80s production, which maybe that kind of hinders this song a little bit. And that's not their fault because that was just the era. But I could mm-hmm. see this one like and, and that's so many of my favorite live records, uh, you know, for example, like when I first saw Judas Priest, the reason why I like fell in love with them, I, I saw White Snake open for Judas Priest and like, I don't know, 08 or 09 in Chicago at Northerly Island. Yeah. And Judas Priest played the whole British Steel record all the way through when they still had KK and, and Glenn Tipton. And it's like you listen to those old oh, Judas Priest records, even up up until like, you know, Painkiller, it's it's still a little thin. But then you hear it live and it's like, oh, there's the low end, there's the bass, there's the heavy guitars. Yeah. And I would love to hear that with like how they play now. I, I like that riff. That was cool. It's just yeah. a mean. Yeah, riff. no, it's it yeah. really is. It just is. Yeah, it's a very solid. It. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one that I'm not familiar with going in, but then coming out of it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's one I need to listen to again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that whole that whole record is just yeah one of my favorite records. Yeah, just a yeah. I know it's considered kind of a deep cut record, but that's just a solid kind of top and bottom. But yeah, that's the one. Yeah, eighty two, right? If we had a, uh, 84, yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, nothing else to say about that yet. Just, uh, and it's funny, a, guitar, a song with no guitar solos, too. Yeah, which I thought was, but you don't really need it. It just has, it just has the meat, and it has enough it's meat there to, to keep you interested. Getting the blood going on the early sunset strip kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, just like a mm-hmm. trashy group of kids driving a trashy car to some trashy club, and they're playing this, right. too. Like, <laughs> like, the speakers oh, yeah. are on the outside of the car as they're driving around. <laughs> getting yeah, that, that gets the blood going in that context, for sure. So, yeah. Alex, your number three for tonight is a video yeah. that is not on your playlist again. No, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I'm going to actually move it up in order here, so just give me a quick second. Um, it originally, sorry, give me a second as I move this up in order so it's easy for you to access here. It's coming. But uh, originally, I, I put this as like my number one pick, but then I'm like, eh, you know, I don't think it should be, but it's definitely going to be in the top five. Uh, I played it earlier. You guys got a snippet of it. I think I might have a better two and one pick. But, <laughs> I see it. Yeah, you already know what it is. I, <laughs> last minute, 11th hour, had to pick the live version, uh, mainly because Vic Fox on drums from Enough's Enough fame, some Chicago boys. Uh, there's a part in the song. I. Like I said, I was joking. I was. You have to watch this version. If it, it's uh, it's it's Vince Neal's. You're invited, but your friends can't come. So this was his maybe first solo record right after Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, nineteen ninety three. Right. Very so fun. okay. So you had Vic Fox on drums, and you had the legend Steve Stevens on guitar. And man, I wish I saw this band live because they were opening for Van Halen on the F.U.C.K. tour. And I think they played some like really small little venues in Chicago on this tour. And I I, I had to put some Steve in there after, unfortunately, uh, kind of dissing (laughs) Kevin's submission for Dirty Diana. I had to answer back with some Steve that I genuinely love. But I, I, Motley Crue, you know, top five hair metal band i could have picked any one of their songs but i'm like let me do something a little unexpected i think this is a great record uh you know freaking vince leaving crew but kicking ass on his own when people probably didn't think he would while motley crew goes and when motley crew goes and gets john karabi but then vince is still killing it on his own that's kind of kind of cool so i i would uh invite everybody to listen to the live version they play like in an mtv award show vic fox there's one part where he's playing shirt off hair flying and he kind of props his leg up like on the (laughs) hi-hat stand and it's just he's got the arm flowing very 80s hair metal drummer arms flying which is my favorite thing that those 80s drummers did back in the day like Ricky Rocket used to do it all the time. The tricks. Unnecessary so, Unnecessary, but <laughs> Vic, 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 Vic Fox is great. So go ahead. You can start it like at about seven seconds. Of Encino. Great riff. What a driving beat. There he is. I think it might be the second verse where he props that leg up, and it just looks so cool. There it is, right there. How cool is that with the left arm going over the head? There it is. 
Sounds just like the record, too. <laughs> Absolute tracks going on in those background vocals, but that's fine. Whatever. Uh, Here I gotta we keep go. It on today. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> he just tosses it away. I love how he just tosses the ray gun off to the, the guy's side. way too good for this band. <laughs> He's way too good for this band. Yeah, so I had to pick this one. Uh, a real start the show, come out full guns blazing with this song. Oh, Great you kicked riff. the double door down. You're kicking the door down yeah. with this one. Not not the first song on the record, which I, I feel like it should have been. I think it isn't it one of the lo- like later songs on the record? Yeah, like, it is. The track listing. It, it but might yeah, even be later great, than that, yeah. Great driving riff. Uh, you know, he's got a great band behind him. Vince sounds on top actually, of his game. good here, yeah. <laughs> great mm-hmm. song, so. Yeah, he's ah. got that growl that he kind of lost. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's got that dig in, like that almost a Tom Kiefer sound. Yeah. The, yeah. the one thing I will say that Steve adds some uh, nice little licks in this live version. Yes, he does. I pr- that I appreciate. <laughs> Yes, it takes me out of it, kind of. That, that really does. Like this album, and it's, it's not a debate about this album, but I guess that I have the door open to this. I'll go in there. Just like it just feels like it. Just Vince Neil, just you know, put his name on it and had, hey Steve, just just make me some money and just had him write some songs that are just way beyond the ability of anything <laughs> that was ever expected of Vince. Neil. So right. it, was, it just takes you out of it. So. Okay, I I, I was... like it, but it just it's. I was listening one to one actually the other day, The Edge, and with that acoustic guitar solo in the beginning, yeah. that acoustic guitar solo breakdown, I'm like, this is so talented, but this is so not Vince Neil. It's weird because I like it, and it's weird, and like I kind of well, don't that, at the like, same time. Just imagine time. hearing that live. Like, what do you think Vince is doing, like side <laughs> stage? Is that pulling a James LeBrady? Just go off stage and have a break. That's the like the aura around this record for me because. Like before this, all you could judge Vince on was the Motley Crue, and you know one of the biggest bands of the '80s out of a lot of those hair metal. Like they, you know, kind of stood on top with, you know, Def Leppard and you know Van Halen. They were one of those like maybe big four or five that you would pick. And then I mean, and all those guys are pretty talented. Like I love Mick. You know, Nicky's a great songwriter. He's not one of the best bass players in the world. He, he's no. you know he's not like a Billy Sheehan or anything like that. But he plays good parts and stuff like that. And then you get somebody like Steve in there, which like I would have to say objectively is probably a better guitar player than Mick Mars is. Oh, way better. I, you have yeah. to say he is. And like the other guys, arguably are like no name guys. Like outside of Vic Fox, I don't know who the other guitar player and bass player is and it's like man you hear something like this and yes it's very motley crew dr feelgood ask but it's like who you pick in here because like normally you would probably pick motley crew on the strength of the songwriting but there's some really good stuff on here and i would would have loved to see steve and vince like work more after hearing this yeah with everything and yeah so he was only on the first uh, record right yeah, I don't oh, think Vince did another one for a long time, actually. Which is weird because like this is great, and yeah. like Steve is a great songwriter. Great, it's it's very tight. I, if anything, maybe that this live band was better than Motley Crue was back then because I'm sure there were substances going on, and here they seem like a little bit straighter and playing the songs right and stuff. So I'm and like, Alex, yeah. I know you're a fan of live versions, and I just oh, yeah. du- I just dug one up of I think it might have been this song or another song. 
the other day, and it was them on the Van Halen tour fan uh-huh. shot video. Steve is playing the Van Halen rig, and it yes, sounds it sounds like Huge. that Van Halen like guitar tone from the yeah. same era. So the guitars are massive, but yep. with these songs. Yep. So you might want to check oh. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, for those of you who uh, liked our return to our roots uh, for the last two songs, uh, you know, maybe you want to take a little break or skip uh, five minutes <laughs> ahead on this one. This one's going nowhere near where you want to go if you enjoyed the last two songs. But my number two selection is a song that actually um, my son found who is, well, he just turned four. So that kind of gives you context of how young he is and how he could recognize something that gets the blood going. This is Break Free from Ariana Grande featuring Zed. I'm glad I didn't pick my. I, I don't feel so bad for not picking my Katy Perry song because you kind of got that covered with this one. Yeah, I mean, okay, so this song, and I purposely didn't play the music video for this song because that music video is one of the worst music videos I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I hate that video. Okay. Um, but this song, and and maybe I just appreciate Zed because I believe Zed is classically trained and he, he brings he's a little a, bit more. A metal drummer at one point, I think he was. Yeah, he's definitely. You know, I think he was in music school or, or where at some point. But uh, I mean, he definitely brings a little bit more than your average Euro trash producer. <laughs> So I appreciate that, and it, it pokes through from time to time. But man, I like—I don't know what else to, to say other than just like to play that part. I mean, uh, my my son found this on on a dance video on YouTube for I think it was Kids Bop. So I heard the Kids Bop version of this song first, and he always wanted—he just called it the Dark Light because that was what like the studio they were dancing in it was kind of dark and it had these lights, and he just wanted to play this over and over and dance to it over and over. So if that is if like a three-year-old can figure it out, you can figure it out. It's my number two seed. Yeah, I, I'll, nice. I'll, su- I'll support this. Zed always has great production. Um, Ariana Grande, yeah, some of the songs of hers I like, some of them I don't, but she definitely can bring the pipes when she needs to. And uh, combining mm-hmm. here, especially at the end, uh, it's definitely a massive sound, and you can't deny that the blood starts flowing here. Yeah, when it goes, <laughs> hey, babe! Yeah. This is, you just, like, oh, you yeah. just want to groove. You just want to go to hit a club and just, oh, it's like kind of the compliment to Chris's rhythm as a dancer. Like if that started, that kicked off the, the whole club, you know, night at the Roxbury thing. Like this was definitely of the 2012 era or whatever this was. Maybe that's because I was still kind of doing right. that kind of thing. And yep. so I kind of have appreciation for that kind of thing. But this is the song that I would love to hear at a club and hit the dance floor. Uh, for that kind of thing. So Chris, I want to hear your thoughts on this one. You're an electronic guy. You hate it. 
I I did yeah I mean I, I um, as far as modern uh, I mean it's it's fat sounding uh, I mean it's got that uh, uh, phat got that blistering for it yeah <laughs> you can't uh, I I would have just liked it within the context of actually listening to it again you know, in the conversation that would have helped but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in a weird spot right now with my. <laughs> All right, not we'll to stick sound around for because our audience, we got but uh, Kevin's number two spot here. Yeah, yeah, Mark. This no. this is the point where David Arnold is coming. Out. All you right, were I waiting, knew he was coming. Somewhere. You were waiting for him. This is it. Casino Royale, amazing movie. African Rundown, amazing cue, and uh, this was a late addition to my playlist, and every time it came up, whether I was sitting at work, in the car, you know, could be taking a nap, and suddenly I am on the run, secret agent, ready to go, doesn't matter, featured in Top Gear, you know, just makes the song even better. Uh, David Arnold's African Rundown at 252. You can pick anywhere in the song, but yeah. here had to at least get the part where we got that, that da, 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 da. Like, damn, those horns I, are so big i gotta oh, say I the only thing about the soundtrack and this it's not your fault but the only thing about these soundtrack songs is i wish you guys picked something with like the actual clip in there because it's it's hard I was not to have a judge yeah. by that though oh you don't yeah. want to judge by because i was gonna say it's, it's almost hard to judge like this really anthemic not anthemic but you know to, to really get where you guys are coming from if I can't see the scene, because I'm just staring at the album cover, and it's like, <laughs> it's a little hard. I get it, though. It's like, it's cool. Yeah. I'm just saying that would help it even more. I Yeah, I, and I understand that, because right. I associate it with the movie, the opening sequence. We're just a music show. It's and, a piece of music. Right. Yeah, yeah but it, It's in context of the movie. I, I okay. like how you get a little of the David Arnold-isms in there. You hear a little bit of stuff that you, you know, not, not rip off from Independence Day, which is probably one of his other well-known scores, but just little things with the horns, the did it, did it, did it, did it, you know, the step up. 
Yep. That that's a little bit here and there and some of the instrumentation. But yeah, when sometimes when it comes in and builds and so da 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 and you're like, Yes, Boy, here that we makes go. me just feel like being on the run. <laughs> yes, just throw like the car into a lower no gear. Yeah, just just the car yep. is revving high, you're shifting. Come on. There you go. Songs you just that be- make me want to downshift, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Right. So, songs where you want to see the badge yeah, of an I, I Aston Martin an- in front I, of you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I liked it. Yeah, I wish I could a- analyze you know, songs like this as much as you and Kevin can. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of hard without the, uh, uh, at least for me, as just a general movie go- uh, viewer, yeah, having to actually be viewing the movie to really appreciate the music uh, more. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will say, I mean, this, it, it's not the debacle of Flash Gordon that we went through. I mean, here it's a lot more, okay, you can feel the, yeah, there's there's some rhythm, okay, it's filling, it's not this weird kind of ambient where you really have no idea what's going on here. Okay, yeah, you can tell, okay, we're definitely in a Bond movie, all right, so I know where <laughs> I am, yeah, 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 yeah. So internationally, I know where I am in Serbia. Sure. Right, so that, uh, yeah, so that helps, but uh, uh, yeah, as far as judging it yeah, against everything else, the other more conventional sites, kind of difficult. But uh, I mean, just for as far as movie soundtrack, I mean, I remember the movie. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, OK, yeah, that that puts me back in there. But uh, yeah, kind of hard just, just to judge it personally as just a piece of music um, again without having. Yeah, just the context. All right, so, Chris. Uh, well, what's your what's your what's your two? seed here my two spot okay yeah uh, and hopefully I, my uh, equipment will cut out again but um uh this is actually off of if, funny the uh, the the album that introduced me to you two uh, and actually their most maligned record uh which i don't know i mean yeah again it's kind of it's a little bit different it's got again kind of going in the kind of the electronic techno vibe but again it, it rocks a little bit harder than some of the other stuff on my list uh this was uh yeah uh, i think yeah this is the opener again another opener of the album, uh, this is Discotech. Uh, if you could start from the top, yeah, just started zero zero zero. stop it here stop there, yeah. throw in my thought just uh my impression this is one of those songs that i would say chris you mentioned earlier that took you a couple times to get into it uh i you know i get it definitely after a couple times i'm i'm you two is one of those bands that i've just kind of glossed over in my listening and i'm open to yeah. giving them a deeper look but i will say that the opening of this song just makes me 
just, 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 it just makes me think of a '90s video game mm-hmm. for like, like Need for Speed or something. Mm-hmm. And it just like, it just like, fires up, and you're just like, you know, this, this is the game. This is you the can music hear this in this Fast is the music. and Furious. Yeah, yeah, this is the music that you're navigating through the menus with before you start the race. <laughs> this is playing in the background. Oh, That's yeah. getting you pumped up for it. I, I see it. Like, you know, like it's very of that, that sound and everything, but uh, it's fine by me. Yeah, I, can, I, I will also say yeah, I, I can maybe see why you two fans didn't like this, but I appreciate it. Like, well, yeah, it's I don't different know. yet. It's totally, I can see them putting on this album. I know like very little about you two, but I can see people putting on this album and be like, what is this? But, you know, of course, some of the times those are our favorite albums when you're like, oh, yeah, you know, this is great. Right, and that was the issue. Because again, I mean, this yeah, this is the album. Yeah, when I was what ten years old, I remember when yeah. this came out, and yeah, that, this was my introduction. So I have a very d- different yeah kind of a uh, view of it compared to the people who grew up with U two in the eighties. Yeah, like uh, the first up uh, through like the Joshua Tree, uh, which is one of my favorite records. But I mean, but that was yeah, uh, this was an album I experienced in real time, and it just really kind of yeah, it really connected with me, and I just love that yeah that build up. Yeah, it's still all these years later. Yeah, it just kind of always gets me. Uh, but yeah, just knowing the whole sure. discography as a YouTube fan, you were probably and you read and you read about it. I mean, fans were like even the tour, I guess, kind of. Uh, I mean, for YouTube standards, I mean, not that it suffered, but it was kind of like when it wasn't like the uh, like the Octoon Baby tour or whatever, where they were playing yeah to eighty thousand people yeah <laughs> in the early nineties. Yeah. But it was still yeah, but it was yeah, it was still kind of a weird era for them. Sure. Sure. All right, cool, Alex. Round it out. Your penultimate pick. Your number two pick. seed. Your Almost yeah, fast. yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I picked a good spot for this one. I was I was altering it between one and two. Actually, my first three picks. I'm like, huh, how do I order these last three? But I think this is a good two pick uh, band that I've mentioned on the show before. Uh, you know, being like a top five band for me. Uh, you know, through I would say f- all of high school, like I was obsessed with this band. Uh, my first band, I would say we were basically a cover band of this band. We would just basically play all of their songs at practice. I would come home every day from school, have my little Line 6 Spider 3 amp in my room, put the iPod <laughs> Classic in the iHome, and literally just play through entire records on guitar. Uh, so this song is my probably my favorite song from the band, but it is a song that they rarely ever play live anymore. I think maybe they've played it. They used to play it live, like maybe back in like, well, they played it on the on the Color and the Shape tour in like '97, and I think they played it a little bit in '99 and 2000, uh, but they never really play it anymore. It's off my favorite record of the band, uh, the second record, the Color and the Shape. This is My Poor Brain, deep cut by the Foo Fighters, and I would say if you can play it from the very beginning up until 103, and then. Can you pause it real quick? And then after after 103, because you have to really play the part that gets the dopamine going, uh, right? So maybe play up until 103, and then after that, if you could play 141 on for maybe like another 30 seconds to a minute, uh, that would be the spots for me. Here we go. comes out of that chaos in 
to this. It's just nice and happy. Crank it up to 10 in your car. I'm having a hard time holding back on my 90s biases here. And then if you want to if you want to go ahead and right around 141 and play it through the scream through the solo. Oh, keep going. The way the pedal here phases out right here. God. That's such 90s drumming. God, that gets me so <laughs> freaking amped. If I if they like played that at a show and I was like up in the nosebleeds, they're like, oh, we're gonna play an old one that we never play anymore. I would sprint down from the lo- nosebleeds into the pit and just start freaking going to town on all the freaking beers, knocking all over the bros. I would lose my shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Deep I, I, I will admit, I mean, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not as biased as Mark is, but yeah, that guitar sound. I, I yeah, that's a nice juicy kind of. Uh, the drums are huge. Kinda, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm well, not opposed to the foos. I mean, there's a there's a number of songs I really like of theirs. But yeah, this one, yeah, the, the guitar is very it's very chunky and full. It's pretty massive. What year is this? Ninety seven. Okay. Ninety seven. Yeah. <laughs> you just are trying to confirm your biases, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the nineties. I hate it. Oh, I can see how it gets the blood going. Yeah, I did, just did. Yeah, I get it. This is the yeah, second. Re- this, this is also the second record. So, like, this is way pre before. Dave was literally in every single music interview on the face of the planet and is on the news. In the face of rock. He's the, the face of rock. So this is the second record. So it's like, I feel like I love Dave, I, I, but I understand why if anybody would get annoyed with him, I get it because he's everywhere. And even I get a little annoyed with him these days. But like yeah. this was, you know, this is right at the start, I think. Yeah. Sure. Well, we're moving on to the number one selection from me. This will be interesting because everyone will see what I have omitted. Uh, I'm not sure that this one is going to be a surprise for anybody. Um, Maybe it's a surprise that it's actually from the 90s. Uh, But uh, this one is just kind of a no-brainer to me. Love this whole record. I think you could make a show entirely about songs that get the blood going from this artist. This is Children of Bodom, Triple Corpse, Hammer Below. Nice. 
No I, messing I around at the top seat for me. It. There was one. No that, messing around. Once that once that little synth got in there, I'm like, ah, I don't know, but it was short enough and it kicked back in where I'm like, all right, I get why you like yeah. this. And then the Vinny Vincent background vocals or the Nitro background vocals, it's very don't like, yeah, that that sounds like that would be like straight I, off Nitro. Yeah, well, that's good. I don't that's know that that's a compliment funny. now. No, no, I, I, I like. I like. There's a. There's definitely a cheese factor with this band. It, oh, it gets a yeah, little too. Sure. But it's good tones, good drum. I respect it. I like that. That was Mark. You'll be happy to know that this was. I not, like that. Yeah, not the nineties. Was it 2000? 2000? I knew. I knew there had to be no, something. It's 2003. Like that. 2003. 2003. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. It was funny. I like when you started it up. I love where. I love where my where you froze on my screen for a moment when it got into the vocals where you kind of had that metal kind of look on your face. <laughs> I would try <laughs> I tried to get a picture of it, but I couldn't get it. That was perfect. But yeah, you can't argue with that. I mean, this is yeah, kind of the peak of their. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think uh, that band took double kick drum to the yeah to a new level. Uh, yeah, just every everything sounds full. I mean, the guitars. Yeah, just the. Uh, yeah, I mean, this and is originally contrast. why I got into the band. I yeah, mean, I know no, it's a I little know. bit yeah, of a parade yeah, you can hear of sounds. Too. It's not mushy. It's very. Yeah, I mean, but they can. Yeah. I know they can be a little ridiculous yeah. in terms of their their left turns into melody. Yeah. Um, but just some of the contrast that they show on this record, especially when it's at that don't push me, and all of a sudden the double bass yeah. comes in, and you just hear the double bass, and just a little faster than the tempo, like it just feels like the band is about to explode, and I love it. And the way that song right. starts, I know that I agree. cheesy, you know, opening synth, but you know, like they just, I think the song follows "Angels Don't Kill," which is a, does, a like yeah. a lighter ballad that's synth heavy. So the way it opens up, you just have that. Oh, another one of these, and then you get what you get with this song. So yeah. I don't know how, like, even in terms of song titles too. Like, you know, songs get to get the blood going. Triple corpse, hammer blow. You don't even need to listen to it. You it's, know, it's, it's probably gonna get the blood. It's like, it's, that, that's that, that's such a that's such a like a cliche like death metal title too, where you're like, and I think I think that's unfortunate too, because I think anybody, even like a casual metal fan, when they see that title, title they're gonna roll roll their eyes. But then what's it called? Knowing that there's actually triple corpse hammer blow. That just sounds like that just I just thought I just thought of cannibal corpse. (laughs) Cannibal corpse hammer smash face. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. 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 But uh, but unfortunately, I mean, there's some other. uh, But yeah, if you give them a chance, yeah, there's some there's some great uh, melodic kind of unique kind of stuff. Sure. I, I probably like uh, you're better off dead from this album too. In terms, of, I think there's a lot of great. I mean, uh, um, what's that? Uh, uh, the six six six, the second song in this album. Six pounder. Um, the six pounder. Yeah, I love yeah. that one. Angels don't kill. Great bell. This is just a great record. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think uh, uh, Follow the Reaper is the one that got me into Bodum. But yeah, nothing else to say about this. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna let it stand on its own. Kevin. Oh, this is hard because some people put stuff on their list that I thought maybe would be picked and wasn't. And I left it off my top we'll, five. We'll, we'll but, have a little but that's okay. Yeah, that. that's that's fine. Anyway, my number one uh, comes from uh, probably one of the producers I respect most for bringing it sonically, um, and it's an electronic guy or more bass and electronic guy. But uh, this is "Begin Again" by Knife Party. Uh, start this at two minutes and twelve seconds, and play it through the synth solo, and that's all you need to do.
glad Pendulum appeared on here somewhere. Yes, I was. I was gonna say I was expecting self for self, which I was gonna put on my list. But this this song came out like peak EDM, or, or very much around it when it was like everything on the radio was you know by another Euro producer or whatever. But this song came out, and you know if you listen to it the whole way through, it's got a little bit of acoustic drums in there, some other things. And I got into you know you're starting to groove, and the big synths come in, and that just takes it to another level because I was not expecting a synth solo at all. And the synth, I, I every time I hear the synth solo, I imagine somebody, and this is totally out of the realm of anything that would happen because it's like a DJ type thing. But I imagine somebody running up with a guitar. To the front oh, of the stage, sure. front of the stage, <laughs> getting on one knee, just in front of a crowd that's going nuts. I mean, yeah. every time, like, oh man, if that, that's like one of my dreams is just to see a guitar come out of here and play this solo, just leave. Come on, just gets me going every time. I always try to time when I'm pumping iron my sets to when the keyboard solo kicks in. It's because I just know that I'll be able to get the... I'm like, oh, I'm getting through anything now. Now, if so, you yeah. made it this far into the show, you might have heard everything from us. And I think that's the first time our guitar solo has ever gotten anybody's blood going. Oh, yeah. That's the first thing for... First yeah. time for everything in the podcast world. All right. That's me. You know what's, Chris. You, you know what's funny? Oh, yeah, I got something. Yeah. No, yeah, for, uh, with Kevin's uh, number one. You know, it's funny. I was hoping that you were going to, because you had some pretty solid other electronica choices on there, like that St. Lucia <laughs> and Prism, which yeah. I really liked. Sadly, Prism, yeah, cool you know, this is the one I would not have, w- w- I wouldn't have necessarily gone for. And maybe it was because of that video associated with it. Uh, yeah, kind of, it, it kind of made it sound like it was like background music to like a, like a commercial uh, and I felt bad because yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was the best of the choices you had, but it's OK. I mean, yeah, again, this is uh, uh, a show, and, and uh, I will say I didn't very much a show of opinions. Yeah, I didn't choose those because I feel like those songs became songs because the studio and I usually don't do that. But you can hear the studio kind of influence. Yeah, I was yeah. so on the fence. Okay. I, I wanted so to tough. I wanted to choose all my songs. I mean, it's, it's it is hard. So, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so yeah, I just wanted to emphasize I was a little bummed because I yeah, some of the other ones I thought were. But it's OK. Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into it in the uh, love yeah, of wait, it, Ke- but, uh, Kevin is going to turn around, trash your song, your number one pick here. So here, what is it, Chris? <laughs> no. I doubt I doubt any of you are going to trash this one. I think this is one we can all agree on. Um, this is one of my favorite songs of all time, off of one of my all-time favorite records. Uh, oh, again, it's I'm... another opener, and it's it's an absolute monster. Um, we got to go with "Red Rain" from So from Peter Gabriel, Ooh. and I think I think all of you guys will agree as far as just letting this clip play from where I have it uh, two thirty-eight. We'll just sit back and bask in the uh, in the awesomeness. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is like a dopamine razor right here.
Not the song I thought you were going to pick, but a good one. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting because no, I, you don't yeah. have, like, it's it's not the kind of thing that gets the blood going in, like, a more cliche way, like a triple right. corpse hammer blow. Right. It's much more of a, you know, that's the heavy and the speed and the and this the shred and the double right. bass. And this is much yeah. more of just a pure intensity of emotion. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why I, like I said, that was always my number one. Yeah, I just, again, this uh, this is one of the foundational songs for me as far as just my taste in music. I mean, this is one of those, yeah, as far as what I love about songs. That, I mean, yeah, this is one of those, as far as a sophisticated song that gets the blood going. It's not, again, like Mark said, it's not conventional. It's not like some of the other stuff on our list, some of the heavier, more kind of speedy. But it, again, it's a, it's a, it's a song of context and just off raw emotion, yeah. It's the yeah. thinking man's blood going. So yeah, it reminds more sure. like the truck driving, beer like, swigging, you know, just kind of just right. like, no, get the, is, you know, yeah. raging guy. Like, yeah, like it's just more of the, uh, you know, I, I like it, It's hard. I, I can't say anything bad about this song. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you pick yeah. Something <laughs> indefe- yeah. In, in an unattackable, I guess. Yeah. Alex, you're close it out. You're number one. Oh, man, this is, this is so tough. I, I please, know. Please pick one <laughs> No, I know. I don't give it a another second. 90s song. It is a Foo 90s Fighters. song. No, it's a 90s song, but from a band that is not associated with the 90s. And I think I'm going to surprise some people with my pick because it is not a record most people would go to by this band. But it, this album, or at least I should say this era, was my introduction to this titan of a band of the rock genre. I knew I had to pick this band because... These guys may be, in my opinion, the kings of getting the blood going, especially on a stadium rock level. So I, I, I was trying All to decide. I, yeah. I, I was I was trying to decide between three songs from this era. Uh, you know, I could have picked the obvious single, the one that gets the stadium jumping. I have a live video that would have worked for it, but it's like, let me pick something that maybe not any a lot of people would know. It's actually a song recorded, I think, during the sessions of this record, but didn't actually make the studio album. It made it was their song that was on a soundtrack, one of my favorite movies, childhood movies ever. Still holds up for me. Um 
it's my favorite era of the band, which is blasphemous. But the reason why is because they had Chris Slade on drums, not Phil Rudd, which is most people's favorite ACDC drummer. But Chris Slade is actually my favorite ACDC drummer because instead of playing like the eighth notes, he played 16th. So he really kind of sped it up and just really made the band more powerful. And this is kind of the example I was talking about with Chris, where some of those like 80s ACDC records sound a little thin. But once you get into the like the live version, uh, uh, particularly the live at Donington concert, uh, a lot of, everything's a lot faster and beefier, and, and that's what I like. But um, my song is from the movie Last Action Hero, uh, <laughs> oh, a nice Arnold Schwarzenegger nice. <laughs> movie. Uh, it could only be called anything else. Wow, but what a what a deep cut. This is. I know exactly I, where he's going. Not that I not not you know. I, I feel like a lot of people probably don't know this ACDC song because it's not on a studio record, but the it's not, riff, I know, yeah. and also, so here, let me just preface that I could either have picked Thunderstruck, which that's an obvious one, it takes a little while to get there, and I was actually going to pick the title track from The Razor's Edge, which is super evil and eerie, and it's, it's so cool as like a mood piece, but it takes a while to really speed up and kind of kick the door down. I think this one kicks the door down right away, and just watch the music video. You guys will love the video if, if, you, if you're anything like me, and I, I, think, I think you guys will like it. So this is Big Gun by ACDC off the Last Action Hero soundtrack. It just started from the beginning and do it up. stadium rock band of all time god and i've never seen them bums me out anyway that's my number one pick a deep cut obviously you could pick anything i was thinking about picking hell's bells and the reason i picked that and 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 one thing i was actually thinking of which would be a fun uh a fun category for another episode is and, and the reason i thought of this is this is actually a thing um if you were a closing pitcher in baseball 
coming in in the ninth inning to shut the door your down. Walk on. What's your walkout song? And there was a guy, a pitcher, one of the best closers of all time, Trevor Hoffman for the San Diego Padres. He walked out to Hell's Bells, and everybody knew he was coming because the bells would. You couldn't see him, but you could just hear the bells, and he would just sprint out from center field when that riff came out. And it's like, man, that is the best walkout song I've ever heard. So I could have picked that one, but I wanted to pick something that probably not most people would know it kicks the door down right away and it's from my favorite era of the band so it checked all the boxes for me like that idea walk on song rumsfield walking out uh, from the burbs yeah. definitely yeah. we could do that think of the scene in the burbs with with just picture right when that riff comes on rumsfield looking up at the flag <laughs> and putting the shades on it works <laughs> it works yeah. for that scenario yeah is all it right. time uh, b- before we move it on to the terminate, I just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, just anybody wanted to throw anything out there in terms of just strange uh, top five? Like, you know, how do I explain this? Just, you know, things that you weren't expecting. For example, I was highly expecting Alex's face-to-face live version to appear on there. And I have to tell you that I would have bought that one. I love that one. That that live version oh, of yeah. the face-to-face. That, well, that, that was really good. I'm surprised that that didn't show up on the I top w- five. I was going to do it, but the fact that I kind of covered the punk territory with have heart and i know we already talked about face to face on this podcast which is like my second favorite band of all time like i i don't know i don't know if i was going to be able to sell you guys on that one so i'm like well let me pick something that i haven't talked I about yet it. oh I yeah when it, it so. when it you know, kick, when it kicks in and it has that really fast part with Scott going. It's the best. It's it yeah. gets me amped. But and I don't know. Chris's the, the, uh, how Chris admitted <laughs> both Rush Earthshine, Fear Factory Zero Signal, and Meshuga Bleed. Like that is the core of Chris's guitar playing to yeah. me. And none yeah. of them appeared on the top five. And yeah, I was like, that's, surprised that's crazy. By that I, I did too, not expect actually. that. Yeah, yeah, I, like, over those, yeah like, huh? I, like I said. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I went with yeah, as far as foundational like songs yeah, that kind of brought me to where I am as a kind of just a music fan and songs that still kind of and yeah, those saw those songs that you were kind of surprised about. Those are songs that have still stuck with me. I mean, as far as yeah, through all of my kind of adding to things that I like and subtracting things I don't listen to anymore, those songs have still stuck around. Uh, and again, it was mm-hmm. hard. Like I said, I, I'd forgotten that Mark wanted to go down to five because I had. Again, yeah, I'm a sh- uh, mm-hmm. I probably would have thrown bleed on there because yeah, that's just a uh, yeah. <laughs> as far as uh, I mean, that's just sure. you can't compare that to anything else on any of our lists. But uh, I, I wanted I wanted yeah. to be a little and, bit different. And Kevin's um, Alex, uh, selection. I, yeah. I'm just gonna. Oh, yeah. I just want to throw this out there before. Uh, oh, come on! <laughs> Great song. <laughs> Amazing song. I would have bought this. I would have bought it too. Uh, I don't know if I, it deserves to be in a top five. Good shout out to Prism. <laughs> I would have picked that over yeah, Knife Party. No offense. I, I was looking for that. Yeah, I know, but that's a tough. I, I oh, yeah, felt like that, I wanted to throw out. But here's way too cheesy. But but here's here here here's the thing about Knife Party. Like Prism, like. I would have bought it because I already know and love this song. The song, so like that's not yeah. fair. The Knife Party. I just heard it for the first time a minute ago when you played it. So it's like, you know, I, I like going into it without a bias. Sure. Any sure. other surprises anybody had? I was surprised you didn't pick y- self yeah, or self. Uh, yeah. Which one? Yeah, there was Being one Flames, off of- Pendulum, Collab. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with one off of Alex's playlist. Yeah. What? Yeah. Was it the Ozzy um, song? Yeah, Alex. Uh, 
No, well, no, that, I mean, that was great. But no, as far as one that kind of surprised me, I'd never, I mean, I'd heard of the, the name of the band, but I wasn't familiar with their, uh, with their catalog. Uh, was the Hives. Oh, yeah. Um, Favorite Hives Yeah, song. man, I loved it. That had, it had this weird kind of classic rock just swagger that I thought was so cool. Um, you know what we should do? Yeah. If, if anybody's listened this far, maybe what we should yeah. do uh, is maybe pick our original 15 songs and just make a, a Spotify playlist and put oh, that put it up, up there on the blog. So yeah. you can actually see like what we had to whittle down. I think that'd be cool. Our greatest guitar solos, we did the same Alex, thing. Alex, I was waiting all day for going to the bank. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Those confused me. I don't, I don't but know I feel like Chris kind of... Chris and and you with you with Susudio and Chris with Snap, I'm like we kind of covered that. I know, I know. That's that's. Which, well, I tried to be diverse. I had Susudio, so how can yeah. I include Susudio and Can't Bring Me Down on a on a top True. five list? True. I I mean I I would well, like to do all five Susudios. Honestly, I wanted to do that Katy Perry song. I love that Katy Perry song, but then the Ariana yeah, Grande one and got in there, and it's like, oh well, that that's kind of covered. Yeah. All right, yeah. I, it's uh, you know what this is uh, songs to get the blood going. Volume one. Yeah. So if you're and looking now, for more of this, we love may it do it again. Or flush it. Alex, just to keep it, uh, uh, yeah, uh, as in last time, uh, we're giving away points for the buys, loves, nudge, flushes, and terminations. And I guess I'm just going to randomize this really quickly, um, just so we have a fair shake of it all. But uh, we're going to have a, uh, we're going to at least break it down to a top five. And Alex, you can take it away. All right. Yep. So tonight's order for Love It or Flush It is going to be myself, Chris, and sorry, myself, Chris, Kevin, and Mark, inverse of the. Uh, track by track, and since we are picking first, Vince Neils, you're invited, but your friends can't come. Since that was my submission, I cannot vote on this song, so it will skip me, and it'll go to Chris. What do we give in this one? Uh, for yours, uh, I will give it... Uh, yeah, I guess I'll give it a slight nudge. <laughs> okay. It's a little right. too goofy, but yeah. yeah. Okay, Kev. Uh, giving it a love. And Mark. I'm also going to be in Chris's camp with a nudge on this one. Okay. All right, next up, track, I guess second track here would be U2's Disco Tech, which is Chris's pick. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really, I wouldn't go to this one. Sorry, um, I'm going to pass on this one. But I'm also it- not the biggest U2 fan in the world, but I, 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 I'll be honest, I'm more of an okay, intro so what- uh, yeah, I'll get rid of it. A so flush. A flush. I'll give it a flush. So is it to me next? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a nudge. And I give this one a flush. Sorry, Chris. Uh, Alex kind of killed it. One. I, I was trying to think positive of it with like intro game music, but then oh, Alex okay. said like menu music. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, it's fine. I, I, it's I'm, right. I'm open to digging in deeper to you two. That's okay. I know yeah. I'm going to get a bunch of stuff teed, so it's all good. <laughs> I, know all least, one I, one I know five. at least four of mine are getting teased. Mark's pick, Trevor Rabin's Coal Yard Part 2. I'll go first. Uh, yeah, it didn't do it for me either. I mean, hey, this is subjective, though, so I, I get that it doesn't get my blood going, so that's not necessarily fair, but I almost kind of don't remember what it sounds like. But I'll explore it later, but for right now, I'll give it the F. Hmm. 
<laughs> I think I gotta give this one a love for sure. Uh, Chris, it's Chris. It's oh, it's Chris. Chris? Okay. Well, yeah. anyway. Chris, uh, go ahead. All right. Uh, I'll give it a nudge. I mean, it is a respectable kind of uh, composition for that movie and just loving that movie in general. Yeah, I can't get rid of it. Yeah, it's nice and fat and suits the mood. And oh, yeah. So Mark wouldn't choose, right? Did Kev go? Yeah, Kev, yeah I, I said I gave it a love. Yeah. OK. All right. For my fifth pick, uh, 1975s, if you're too shy, uh, let me know. I did pick the live version, but, you know, you could judge it on the studio version as well if you know it. Uh, Chris. Uh, you're going to give it a big love. Yeah, it's uh, just a great big sounding 80s inspired song. Yeah. All right, Kev. Uh, hmm, looking at the list. Yeah, I'm going to give it a love, too, for sure. Okay, and Mark. Well, this one's going to be an early favorite because I'm going to be breaking out my buy on Ooh. this one. Would have bought the uh, nice. face-to-face one, but this one is just a huge fun song. I don't know, does, it, does it really get the blood going? I love the song. I'm having a hard time separating it, but you know what? This is what it is. I buy it. Okay. All right, Mark's pick, Tech Nine's Straight Out the Gate. Uh, I'll go first. I'm actually going to give this one a like. I uh, didn't know this at all, but... Um, I mean, I don't know if I would really go back to it, but on first listen, I'm like, okay, I get it. It, it has that, uh, you know, I could see it being played at the Chicago Blackhawks game before the puck is dropped. So I'll keep it around. <laughs> Chris. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a nudge. Uh, I like, yeah, yeah, I like Tech Nines. Yeah, just delivery. I thought was very unique compared to, again, not, not really a mumble rapping song. It's more of a, like, you can understand them. So, yeah. All right, and Kev. I'm going to give this one a love as well. All right, next track, Mar- uh, Chris's pick with Rhythm is a Dancer. Uh, I'll give this uh, one a... Wait, Alex? It's oh, fine. I'm it sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're but don't he- skip Rush, though. Just don't- <laughs> no, 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 I won't. I won't. I'll do it now. Rush, Subdivisions, I mean, come on. Huge band for me. Uh, Got to give it a love. Absolutely. Chris. Subdivisions. Man, I don't know what to I don't know what to buy on here. Um, you know what? I think I might buy this one. I think I'll buy Subdivisions. Uh, it's one of my favorite Rush songs, and kind of the intro to the electronica for Remember, me. As far as there's, can, can we we can only buy one, right? Uh, you can. We'll have another round of buys uh, if if things don't shake out. So. And, one buy for now, one terminate for now. And you can't buy your um, own. And one thing to keep in mind, right. too, you can't buy your own. And uh, your buys, are, I mean, just basically it should be, does it get your blood going, too? Not, you know, necessarily, do you like the song? So, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's yeah. fair either way. Okay. All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, did Kev go? No, on, it's uh, mine. Going to give this a love on okay. subdivisions. Yeah. All right. Next up, Rhythm is a Dancer. Uh, I'm going to give this one a nudge for Chris. I liked it. Um, I didn't really know it, and that video was uh, entertaining for me and would make me want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll keep it around. Uh, Kev? Yeah, Chris, this is a classic. Great pick. Glad to see it in the top five, so I'm going to give it a love. And Mark? Nice. Same here. Gets the blood going. Love that this era was represented here, too. So. All right, next up, Phil Collins, the studio. I mean... I, 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 you gotta do it i gotta buy this one <laughs> I, I know <laughs> nice. i mean i'm looking at the rest of the list and there there's definitely stuff that i'm going to keep around and that i love but i mean this is low-hanging fruit here for me <laughs> so chris 
Uh, oh, yeah, the big love for me. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't care what the naysayers uh, say. Yeah, that's that's a classic. That's a that, that that's a foot stomper if I ever heard one. All right. And Mark. <laughs> I go foot stop down the toilet. This one gets a flush. Oh, come on! Wow. Get out of Boo! Here. It's just too, like, it's great. Oh, it's great. It's all. Maybe I'm just doing that. I was I was expecting one of my songs to pass the flush test. At least a nudge. I don't, yeah. I don't think it will. Yeah. All, right. all right. I just always thought this song was the st- st- stupido. Oh, uh-uh. All right, moving on from one Genesis singer <laughs> yeah, to the next, <laughs> Peter Gabriel, Red Rain, huge record. Uh, not my favorite song on the album, but undeniable, big love for me. Not, not necessarily getting the blood going, but definitely an inspirational, taken over the world track. So it, it works for that for me. Yeah, so, I would say... Yeah. Yeah, um, I appreciate kind of the outside number one pick. Again, not not like a huge makes me want to go run around the block kind of song, but definitely like makes the heart beat kind of song. So I'm going to give it a love. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Mark. Yeah, I mean, it's a blood rush for me. Uh, as I mentioned, the thinking man's uh, get the blood going. Um, I'm just going to have to nudge this one. And it's almost like it it almost feels blasphemous because I do feel that this record, I I don't need to keep repeating everybody in terms of how great this record and the song is. It's just that the, it's, it's just much more of a sit down and relax song to me. Like it just sit down and meditate and just zone into it. than it is just like run around the block or just like really pump me up. Right. All right, let's move on over to another rap track. And Get ready F, for a triple T. NF <laughs> intro three. Uh, let me let me just double check on what else I had here. <laughs> he's queuing up his tea. Yeah, he's ready for the tea. Yeah, yeah, this one's getting the tea. That's all right. <laughs> I was ready for it. I knew it right away. Chris followed uh, up with another. I'm not gonna. Key. No, I'm, I'll just I'll just flush it. Um, <laughs> not not the worst thing I've ever heard, but again, I'm not. It's not really my scene. So. <laughs> and and Mark. Well, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna try to bring it back out of the negatives. Well, it didn't, didn't work, happen, but still. <laughs> I think it's 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 worth it's like I don't know if if you're into that kind of thing then check out NF. It, he's definitely he definitely gets the blood going as an artist. There's no doubt about that. There's no ballads. There's no wussing out. Like it's all there getting the blood going. I don't know if this is the pick I would do, but yeah. uh, I would you know give that caveat. Yeah, and, and at least check it out if you want to get the blood going. I've never even heard of this guy pre Kevin's uh, debut of it, so yeah, I'll check it out. But all right. Uh, Chris's pick, Madonna, Drown World. Now, this one's tricky for me because it definitely did not get the blood going whatsoever, but it it was pleasant on the ears, and it did make me a little interested to listen to it, so maybe I'll just give it the slightest of nudges on this one. Okay. Catherine. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm pulling out the T, and I know I gave it the wow. Like I'm interested. I'm interested in listening to more and this album specifically. But I'm just looking over the rest of the uh, songs, and I don't know what I would do. So it gets the T. 
Well, we're gonna double T this one, so. Ooh. Wow, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, I just don't know. I agree with Alex. You thought you put the wrong song on there. All right, let's move on over to Kev's first pick, <laughs> Knife Party. Begin again. This video's off. He's probably getting a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Chris has ominously disappeared from the video. Knife party, begin again. Yeah, uh, I'll give this one a... It's my. It's Kev's, it's Kev's pick, but I'll go first. Knife party, begin again. Yeah, from what I remember, I, I could see it being... That would be one where, like, if I went to go see this band for the first time and didn't know anything about them and they, like, closed the set with this and everybody was going nuts, it'd be like, all right, I, I think I would I would get it. So I'll give this one a love. From a band I don't know, I, I, I like this. Uh, Chris. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to tee this one. Uh, just compared to some of the other kind of techno or electronica songs he has on here, I thought there were better, he had better other choices, and this one just kind of sounded like background music to me, so yeah, I'm not going to, I got to gotta kill it. <laughs> All right, and Mark. I'm in between a love and a nudge on this one. Um, they have another song, I think it's it's just that, that crazy, uh, I think it's after this song, don't remember the name of it, but that one gets my blood going a whole lot more if I could remember. It's just like a uh, just a trap beat. Cray, I don't remember that. Was it boss mode? Uh, boss mode, yeah. <laughs> boss. That gets my blood going. This one, I guess I'll give it a love, like just to counteract Chris's tea a little bit. I really, you know, that sim solo is not background music, so uh, I'll have to disagree there and give it a love. All right, Chris's third pick, Judas Priest's Love Bites, not to be confused with the Def Leppard track of the same name. Uh, honestly, it, it didn't really do anything for me until that riff came in, um, which was kind of cool. And I do want to dive into some more Judas Priest, so I'll give this one a nudge. Okay. Um, to me... You know, I, I'm going to agree with you, Alex. I'm going to give it a nudge as well. And Mark. It's unfair to penalize this for the production. It just got right. that round early 80s sound. Um, I have to say the same thing as everybody, so I might as well just give it a nudge. That riff rules, the production drools, I guess. <laughs> it's just, it's bad. All right, here's my pick. Have Hearts Life is mm. Hard Enough, Chris. Uh, was this the, uh, the one minute song? This was the one minute hardcore screamer, the outlier. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a love. Yeah. That was really kind of a cool t take on hardcore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty fat sounding. So yeah, love. All right. Kev. You know what, Alex? Giving it a love. Oh. I appreciate this one. Boy. And Mark. Make it three for three. <laughs> Want to hear more? Whoa. All right. You thought we weren't going to like that Shooting one. up the rankings there. All right. Here's my second pick. Foo Fighters, My Poor Brain, Chris. Uh, I'll give it a nudge. Uh, yeah, I thought it, yeah, I, I like that guitar on there. Yeah, so I'm not going to totally kill it. Kev? I'm sorry, Alex, but this gets the flush. Oh, I didn't like this one. No, this one wasn't really yeah. doing it for me. That's okay. Hey! There... There's got to be a reason they don't play it live anymore. Maybe it's not one of the more requested ones, so that's fair. Yeah. And, well, I think I know where this is going, but Mark, go ahead. 
You know what? I would have flushed it just based on Foo Fighters and 90s music and, and, and Dave and everything. But when you mentioned the crank it up in the car, I could see that. I could see it getting a bit of a, just, you know, just bringing it in and just being like, all right, I want to hit the gas a little bit. So for that, it gets a nudge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, right. came back. Tra- uh, uh, another Kev pick, his second pick, David Arnold's African Rundown. Ah, man, see, this is tough because... It's a soundtrack from a from a movie I haven't seen, and I didn't see the clip that went along with it, but I heard it and I could see it. But then I'm looking at what we've not seen Enemy of the State and Inspector and, and, uh, and uh, Casino Royale. Oh, I've seen Casino Royale. No, 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 I've seen Casino. I thought I thought it was from Spectre. Uh, no. I, I have seen Casino Royale. <sighs> you know, maybe I give it a nudge because I didn't pick. Uh, Mark's soundtrack song, and I remember I remember this one more, so I'll give it a nudge. Uh, Chris, uh, I'm gonna sadly I'm gonna have to flush this one. I thought the uh, Enemy of the State one had more impact. And Mark. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit confused at the timestamp Kevin picked. Maybe I looked to the wrong section, but uh, um, I mean, there's I definitely know the song and uh, just the theme as well. Just like anything with that theme definitely gets the blood going. So between Casino Royale and Top Gear, this one gets a love from me. All right. Mark's number one pick, Children of Bodom, Triple Corpse, Hammer Blow. I'll give this one uh, a love. I liked it. I There was that one little part in there where it got a little synthy, and I'm like, eh. But then it was short enough, and it came back around, and it makes me want to kind of check out this band more. So, uh, yeah, give it a love. Chris? Uh, yeah, same uh, love for me. Yeah, I think it was one of the songs yeah, that got me into the band. So, yeah. <laughs> and Chris. or uh, Sorry, Kev, Kev. Make it three for three for me. Giving it a love. Wow, three loves. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Mark's second <laughs> pick, Ariana Grande, Break Free. Uh, I'll give this one a nudge. Uh, for for an artist that I obviously know who it is, because she's like the biggest freaking Spotify artist there is, I think, or was at one point, had the most listens. And I always kind of maybe uh, uh, ignorantly kind of shoved off her music based on people that I know that listen to it. But that had a nice little pop 80s vibe to it. So I, I liked what I was hearing there. So I'll give that one a nudge. Uh, Chris? Uh, I will also give it a nudge. Uh, yeah, again, it's, it's very catchy. Yeah, and I, I'm a sucker for catchiness. So, <laughs> Yep, and cuff. Mark, I'm going to come out of left field here and uh, give this one a bye. Oh, this is one I forgot. Oh, a big boost. I forgot about this one. I forgot about this one. And then you played that clip. I'm like, man, what a tune. How can you not get going to this song? So going to give it a bye. All right. What a boost that song got at the last second. Yeah, not bad. (laughs) Two nudges going nowhere and then a bye. That'd be one that I would want to maybe listen to after the show. So, all right, Chris is. Just don't watch the music video. That's fair. Kevin's uh, fifth pick, Roses on White Lace. Yeah, I like this. Uh, I, I might check out more of this record. Good mix on it. Good guitars. Uh, vocals were the down part of it, but, you know, that's okay. The The music was enough to uh, get me intrigued, so give it the love, Chris. 
Uh, yeah, if I had another buy, this probably would have been it. Uh, but yeah, so just a big love for me. I just love that guitar. Yeah, it's just so fat. Yeah, just the whole, it just rages. Gets the blood going. <laughs> and Mark. Yeah. Strangely enough, I uh, kind of skipped over this one just because I thought I knew the song and, you know, I'm familiar with it and I always liked it. Um, but I had no idea how much that opening intro just really just it just kills. And uh, uh, I'll concur with Chris. A second buy would have been uh, this one for sure. So I'll give this one a love. All right. And my first pick, ACDC's Big Gun, Chris. Uh, yeah, Enormous Love. Yeah, it's just it's a song of my early childhood because yeah, this was one of my favorite movies growing up was uh, Last nice. Action Hero. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. And Kev? Uh, thank you for introducing me to this song and of course uh, a music video with arnold in it uh, <laughs> in the yeah, crowd. I knew that was, uh, once you put that in there it's like even if you don't like the song seeing arnold with a freaking cigar punching cops it's gonna win so yeah so yeah i'm gonna give it a love and mark um i don't know i'm i'm just not hearing it like everyone else is i i like when you mentioned the other acdc songs that are kind of the the known ones I feel like those are the ones like, yeah, I can see it getting the blood going. And, and the music video to me, it's like, it, it's tough because I didn't want to consider music videos at right, all with this right. just because it's a, it's a, it's an audio show. It's a music show. And you know, that's why I specifically said, don't look at that Ariana Grande music video. It's a just, it's garbage. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have to give another respect though to, to ACDC just for being the Kings of that style. So can't, like, it doesn't really, you know, it, a nudge of respect is. I know, I, 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 I think that's fair. And so with, yeah, yeah I know that's that, not really your thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I get it. And no, I also, said I know that's it, not. It's yeah, it's a deep cut song. Like I, I was, ex- I, I could have picked something like a "You Shook Me All Night Long" or a "Thunderstruck" or "Shoot to Thrill" mm-hmm. or something. So I'm and like, I'm all glad- right, well, let me throw an oddball here. Yeah, and I don't think we need didn't. to yeah, go you, through a whole. Yeah crazy tie-breaking process on this one because it's really just an ordering of the playlist more than it is the best you know or most blood-getting song of all time but i do want to break the tie at the top somehow or at least maybe with the top three so let's go through another round of buys i'll start it i'm gonna buy alice cooper roses on white lace with my second buy chris your second buy i think yeah i think i'll I think i'll follow you on that okay uh alex second buy for you where would you put it See, I'm trying to like determine or differentiate bef- between like just general favorite songs and something that would work. Getting the blood going. Yeah. Yeah. That. Well, man. I kind of want to. Yeah. It's got to be Rush subdivisions, I guess. Okay. And Kevin, what's your uh, second buy? 1975, if you're too shy. Okay, so how that changes it? Well, it puts us in another three-way tie between Alice Cooper and uh, Rush Subdivisions and 1975, if you're too shy. Following up with that would be Children of Ballroom, Triple Course, Hammer Blow, Ariana Grande, Break Free. Then we've got ACDC, Big Gun, Peter Gabriel, Red Rain. Um, I mean, let's let's just break it up at the top here, I suppose. Let's, let's get a top song to put... Um, uh pick two alex uh what are your two between 1975 rush subdivisions and alice cooper oh come on i mean that's so hard because i mean i'm gonna pick 1975 number one 
And I would. What does it matter? Just pick two of them. All right. Well, let's. It's so hard. You're you're asking me to pick like two of my favorite bands, so that's easy. Uh, yeah, nineteen seventy five and Rush. Sorry, but it's, I got to do it. Okay. Uh, and we'll go to Kevin. Pick two. Uh, nineteen seventy five, Alice Cooper. Okay. Uh, Chris, pick two. Uh, I think I will do yeah, not the nineteen seventy five because it was kind of a you know, just kind of a left uh, uh, a left curve. I thought it was really kind of neat and. Um, I'll do subdivisions just because that's a very important song in my uh, yeah in my life. <laughs> okay, and I am going to just irritate everybody and just do Rush subdivisions and Alice Cooper as my two. That puts the top two at subdivisions and 1975. No, I am not going to call Dad and have him break this up. Yeah. I think we might just call this a tie at the top. Yeah, uh, we just fine. might have to, to just call this. It's late. Yeah, That's a, everything on this. I mean, obviously there were a couple ones that kind of ended up in the negative, but if you take those off, you really have a bunch of strong songs. I don't think there's anything here that is just stupid yeah. or just like, I don't get it. And uh, I think we've all come up with a very strong list. So with that to close out the show hope you enjoy we'll be posting all of them for you if you want to browse through the blog post and see them all but i uh, hope to see you next week we'll be starting a new discography again sticking in the uk but hopefully a little shorter for you this time five albums and probably ending at their uh commercial peak all to go off to solo careers that were also very successful so see you around next time hope to hear, uh, hear from you in the meantime